1: And Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano.
0: Today is Monday, October 25th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Supply chain disruptions still fueled by the pandemic are driving up prices and leading to a growing shortage of goods. Retail experts are advising to plan ahead and start holiday shopping early. Crews across the country are working to get a handle on the supply chain issue with the holidays fast approaching. Major retailers are pushing people to shop earlier than ever this year so shoppers can grab some deals if they can find them. And avoid disappointments. Amazon began rolling out their Black Friday worthy deals in early October to jumpstart the holiday season. Walmart is bringing back last year's Black Friday promotion when it offered sales during the week, uh, every week in November. The Black Friday Deals for Days promotion offers what the retailer calls incredible prices on mostly everything. The first event begins November 3rd and continues the following week. Events later in the month will soon be announced. The pandemic driven disruptions have also led to a labor shortage. inventory depletion at liquor stores. There's also been gridlock in ports in California where ships have been waiting to dock to unload the uh, the must-have gifts and goods. The truck driver shortage is also affecting the supply chain as well. In Philadelphia, some retail research suggests shoppers have more money this year and are looking to spend it after missing out during the pandemic.
0: So, my son just started working as an Amazon delivery. (laughs) That's
3: awesome! Is it awesome? I assume it is.
0: Well, he's just starting this week. He's training but I think he's being thrown into the lion's den with the uh, oh, yeah. with the impending holidays. holidays arriving. So it'll be trial trial by fire. It's gonna be interesting, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Well but he'll long, certainly know long. if he
3: likes it or not. Long days, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And you may as well start this way because it's you know, after December it should
2: It'll be easy. Yeah, <laughs> right. this, is bliss, this is
4: blissful. <laughs> and you get, uh, that's very cool. stands the opportunity to make a lot of money in between now and Christmas, too, sure, right? We'll see. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Do you know where he'll be driving?
4: Not yet. I mean, like, he's
0: just training, so okay. we'll find out soon. Okay. I'll let you know. That's excellent.
2: Hundreds of SEPTA employees voted unanimously to go on strike if SEPTA doesn't give them proper compensation. The transit union's contract with SEPTA expires at midnight on Sunday, October 31st. Union President Willie Brown says he is still hopeful the strike will not happen. He says workers have three main concerns at the negotiating table, fair wages, parental leave, and safety issues. SEPTA maintains the agency is losing approximately $1 million a day in revenue due to the sharp decline in ridership as more employers embrace teleworking. And while TWU Local 230 34 and SEPTA are still in negotiations. More than 5,000 SEPTA workers will walk off of the job on November 1st if there's no agreement. The strike would affect thousands of riders on SEPTA buses, trolleys, subways, and elevated train service. The regional rail would still run. The Philadelphia School District said in a statement that a walkout could require some or all of our schools to shift to 100% virtual learning. Nearly 60,000 students and many staff members rely on SEPTA, and with the driver shortage already uh, providing transportation to students during the strike, Would not be an option, the district said. Following Sunday's meeting, SEPTA released a statement saying that SEPTA and representatives from Local 234 have been engaging in a productive dialogue at the bargaining table. Those discussions will continue this week, and we are hopeful that an agreement can be reached without any service disruption for riders.
3: President, any chance Caroline would like to drive for SEPTA? (laughs) Oh, sure.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. We're considering that as well.
2: Just throw them all in. (laughs) 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 35 states and one U.S. territory transitioned to 10 digit dialing on Sunday. What? I I thought
0: this was. Was a Me? misprint yeah. when I read this, and and I've got the story uh, <laughs> in my files of stuff. But yes, apparently there are a whole lot what of areas.
5: I, I had that no a idea.
0: Deal with with ten digits is Delaware
2: uh-huh. one of them? Delaware, New Jersey, and New York.
0: Yeah, and which
2: I well, had no idea.
0: All over the West. Yeah, it's it, it, a huge chunk of Los
3: Angeles too, which is yeah. pretty weird. Oh. Yeah, so how long has this been? How long have they been sons? Forever. Forever. Forever? So it's for local
2: calling only. So they still have to dial our... Zip code if they call yep. us, uh-huh. but for lo- yeah for local calling, I had no idea this still exists. <laughs> I put in yeah. everything
3: and the country code when I die. Yeah. yeah, according
2: mm-hmm. to the Federal Com- uh, Communications Commission, callers in 82 area codes now have to punch in the recipient's area code before dialing their phone number. Local phone calls made without the area code may not be connected. The FCC is making the change to pave the way for a nationwide three-digit national suicide prevention landline uh, lifeline. Sorry, uh, launching July sixteenth, twenty twenty-two. Callers can be Connected to suicide prevention and mental health counselors by dialing 988. To help facilitate the creation of 988 area codes that use 988 as a local exchange or the first three digits of a seven-digit phone number will need to use 10-digit dialing, the FCC said. The affected states include Delaware, New Jersey, and New York. Requiring 10 digits for local calls is not a new strategy. Some areas have required callers to use the area codes since the early 1990s to accommodate the growing need for more phone numbers. Many municipalities have multiple local Local area codes in sports this morning.
4: Uh All (laughs) sacks are yummy
2: to the Raiders 33-22 uh, last night in Las f- Vegas. Derek Carr threw for 323 yards completing 31 of 34 pass attempts with one touchdown. The, f- is that? the Raiders outgained the birds 443-358 to and scored on five straight possessions after it's first series ended with Carr being intercepted inside the Eagles' five-yard line. The Eagles are on the road again next weekend as they'll take on the Lions in Detroit on Sunday. The Sixers beat the Thunder 115-103 to 103 yeah. last night in Oklahoma City. Seth Perry scored 23 of his 28 points in the first quarter. He made six of seven three-pointers in the opening period. Joel Embiid added 22 points and nine rebounds for the Sixers, who are off to a two-and-one start as they work through issues with Ben Simmons, the point guard the team listed as out because of personal reasons. They're on the road again tomorrow night as they head to Manhattan to play the Knicks. Tip-off is at 7.30. For the first time since 1999, the Atlanta Braves are going back to the World Series. On Saturday night, Eddie Rosario led Atlanta to a 4-2 win over the Los Angeles Dodgers. One season after the Braves lost to the Dodgers in a seven-game National League Championship Series, Atlanta knocked off the defending champions in six. Game one of the Fall Classic is tomorrow night in Houston, and the Flyers are off until later this week when they head to Western Canada for a three-game road trip. They play the Oilers in Edmonton on Wednesday night, and the Puck will drop at ten o'clock, and that's what
0: I have for you this morning. Is it weird when Kathy says it was nineteen ninety nine? They went. It doesn't seem like that long ago to me. No, but it doesn't when does actually mean. do the numbers, it's like okay, that was twenty two years ago. Yeah, it's that just weird. Insane. I don't know. It's chilling. Uh, well, we welcome you to a Monday morning, President of the President and Steve show. Kind of a different lineup change today. Casey Boy is not with us. Marissa Magnata is playing hey. the part of Casey Boy Foster this morning. So if things sound just a smidge <laughs> different, that's the reason they might even sound a smidge better. You never know. He may be really jealous Uh-oh. when he gets back. We'll yeah. find out. Uh, but he'll uh, return from uh, a couple days. He was actually in uh, Arizona to see Fish uh, play. And uh, looking at his uh, social media posts, he's having a great time. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. apparently running into all sorts of people from Delco. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll spend the day with this lineup. We have a few things going on. We have a uh, new Word of the Week prize, a Revivalist Spirits gift basket, including... Uh, some botanical gin from them, mm. Equinox Expression, Resurgence Young American Bourbon, Peachy Palmer Cocktail, and a whole bunch of good stuff. So they are a wonderful group that support us, and we will give the booze away today. Uh, we do have guests on the program, or we won't give away the booze away today. We'll get you close to We're giving that away. I think we're giving that away on Wednesday. But Probably. This is a short week for us. We are doing this little thing called... Uh, the National Radio Hall of Fame. So we're headed to Chicago for that. So it's going to be a couple days off because the ceremony's on Wednesday, or I mean on Thursday, and the entire Beasley family will be there, which is pretty cool. Uh, But we do have a guest on the show today. uh, Jim Norton, comedian, is going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club. Since we are going to be off on uh, Thursday, uh, that's when he starts performing. We're going to have him on today to promote that show. So we'll talk to Jim actually about an hour from now, fairly early. So we'll get to that in just a little bit. Uh, we also have a big announcement about a giveaway with MMR that we don't want you to miss out on, so we'll get to that closer to 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, and our friends from Duncan are going to be stopping by, and we will do some giveaways. We have some uh, gift cards uh, in conjunction with the fact that they're celebrating Halloween at Duncan. so that will be coming up, too. We just got a text, in. I'm going to mention it. says, hey, guys, listening, on my way, my first day at the Philly Fire Academy. Ah. So good luck to you. Yeah. You're a little bit nervous, but uh, you're going to do great. It's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in as you get yourself set for that. And whatever you may be planning on doing today, thanks for having us along. We do appreciate it. Uh, we'll take a break, come back in a second. Entertainment report. some sad stuff to report in there. Uh, so that's always unfortunate, but we will roll that information out with some other good things. And some giveaways okay. with the yeah that was wrong, uh, uh, stupid
6: first,
0: first first issue what uh, issue number one. Uh, so we'll have <laughs> a we'll have a stupid question ready to go. We'll do some giveaways. In fact, we're going to be giving away fifty dollars in Emerald eights scratch off tickets. From the New Jersey Lottery, and I'm just saying that right now that's to kill some time. Very exciting. Well, gets me. A music I think those lottery things are fun, don't aren't they? Fun? So, Preston, <laughs> especially the way you take I a mean, coin, the, the, the constant promise of money. Of money? Yes. yes, and you could walk <laughs> yeah. away a big winner. Who awesome. knows? So, yeah. anyhow, we'll have that and more going on. You know, I
3: like I like that delightful groundhog in those commercials for the PA lottery. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that.
0: Disgust. Okay, no. I, I hit the button and. Okay, let me try this again. <laughs> there it is. There we no! go. Okay. So, what we'll do is we'll take a break and we'll come back <laughs> and we'll get into all that stuff. So, make sure you stay with us. We will be online.
7: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's. It's. No, it's. It's.
0: I hate Not
7: fancy. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast All right, let's ask a stupid question, and give away a
0: prize. like I said earlier, we have 50 dollars in Emerald eight scratch off tickets from the New Jersey lottery. and the question that I have for you this morning. This one is interesting. Okay, on The Simpsons. yes. what is the name of the comic book store? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Let's see if you know. I never knew this 215263 WMMR. It's a lengthy name. Let's see if you know this. All right, on the Simpsons, what is the actual name of the comic book store? Worst name ever.
3: <laughs> Did you, you ever play the video game?
0: Two one five two six wmmr The one the, you uh, can the drive taxi.
3: Ta- yeah, Simpsons Taxi. Yeah, it was a blast. awesome. Yeah, I want to say in that that
0: was one of those first really big sandbox driving yeah, games. I that, loved it. That you could just go crazy. Yeah, in. it was a really good one. All right, today is Monday, October twenty fifth. Uh, I'll mention some birthdays while we wait your await your answer. Uh, it's, uh, the Democratic political, political uh, (laughs) consultant's birthday, James Carvel. There you go. Uh, he is 77 today. Uh, I just, a couple of weeks ago, um... Oh, man. What's the... Uh, old uh, school? Old school was yeah. on. And uh, he has that... <laughs> he's the one who's teaching him how to... Uh, uh, uh... They're in a debate. Debate, yeah. Uh, he's he's facing off. And right. Will Farrell character has this moment where he <laughs> just becomes brilliant. Frank the Tank becomes brilliant for like 10 seconds. <laughs>
4: I just blacked out there.
0: It's a great scene. <laughs> uh, Carville is 77 today. Bobby Knight. Wow. The retired college basketball coach. What a lovely man. Seems to be a sweetheart.
3: Yeah. Wouldn't you love yeah, to yeah. be married to him? <laughs> Uh he is 81 years old. I wonder today. if he I wonder if he's ever gone into therapy in his life. Uh, it, everything seems to indicate no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but who but knows? The fact
0: that he's lived to 81 without a heart attack is I know.
3: pretty much a miracle. Maybe that's
0: his treatment. Yeah. Uh it's Marion Ross's birthday today, Steve. Mrs. C. Mrs. C. Miss Cunningham from Happy Days.
3: Her Love Boat episode was just on where she apparently nude modeled for Andy Warhol when she was shot. That up. was the plot line. And was Andy on the ship, too? Andy Warhol was oh, on the ship why? and Tom Bo- Oh my god, yes. And Tom Bosley was playing what? her husband. What? Oh who was very uh who was mortified. <laughs> The Cunninghams were both on the ship. Oh, together, yes. Husband and wife. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Andy Warhol was on the ship as well. All right.
0: So, uh, all <laughs> aboard. Love is right around the corner. Uh, so, she is 93 years old today, by the way. Marion Ross, man. Uh, okay, so, uh, Adam Goldberg. Yes. Not the Adam Goldberg we know. The actor Adam Goldberg. Private Ryan. Correct. Yep. That guy. He uh, was also in Friends. Uh and he was was he in what was that movie that uh Matthew Hebrew Hammer? You no, know, Matthew Hammer. Matthew McConaughey uh was in where is, they did a reality show about his life. He played his best oh, friend. Ed oh, TV? Ed TV. Yeah. I think he was in that oh. as well.
6: Woody Harrelson was his best friend. Ed's best friend.
0: I believe so. Yeah. Uh, um in Ed TV. Ed TV. Oh, in Ed TV, Woody Harrelson was no, he was his brother. He was uh, Matthew McConaughey's oh, brother. Oh, got it, got it, got it. And uh, Adam Goldberg was best friends
4: with uh, with Ed. But wait a minute, what was a Hebrew Hammer? Oh, he it was a, a Jewish superhero.
3: Yeah, he was a scenic, uh Everything. Yeah. Fully- Full Hasidic Jew who was a like a uh, like a uh, like a private detective as well, right? Yeah, and I yeah. think he wrote and directed the movie. It, right. And it's a
4: comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, uh, true story. <laughs> it's a true story. yeah. <laughs> uh, big birthday
0: for him today. He is fifty years old. <laughs> He's
6: the reason that Adam F. Goldberg we know, who does. The Goldbergs has to use the F.
0: All right. Makes sense. Uh, It's also Ed Robertson's birthday. Ed of Bare Naked Mm -hmm. Ladies celebrates his uh, 51st birthday today. Always
3: ask the question, is he the one who had the drug issue or? uh... No. I think he's the other guy. I think he's the guy who is still with Bare Naked Ladies. Stephen Page is
0: out. Okay. Which one's the Chinese chicken? Uh, that's Ed. Okay. Page. Okay. Uh, Ed Robertson. I just met, I put them both
4: together. <laughs> Stephen Page. Oh, well, Steve asked Ed Robertson. Obscure question. You uh, so about chicken chicken, chicken. Yeah, so Chicken to China. He's the guy who says
0: Chicken to China, <laughs> and the Chinese chicken. Uh, so he's 51 today. Then you have Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, who we had on not that long ago. It was great. He was in Seattle for an art show.
2: Stone
0: Harbor. Uh, Stone Harbor for an art show. <laughs>
2: You did that tour. last time. You mentioned it too. I know.
3: I get the two mixed up. It's bizarre. They start with S, uh, and that's what that's what messes me. By out. the way, there's so many things with. We need to whittle down all the things that begin with S.
8: <laughs> that would help
3: me out a yeah. lot. <laughs> there's are
0: shore towns. That yeah, that's
3: too <laughs> confusing. I know.
0: And I'm a little out of it today. I'll explain why. Oh, we know. Yeah, yeah we later. want to hear. Oh, I, a big story coming. I, I will tell you why. But I'm but I'm having a hard time gathering my thoughts. Uh, so. Chad Smith big birthday today he turns sixty years old Wow and of course they're gonna be in town uh, at Citizens Bank Park next year uh, for a big show that MMR is helping present so uh, we're happy about that uh I we have a Simpsons stupid question and it is Nancy Cartwright's birthday today Bart
3: Simpson Bart yeah Who else uh, does she she you know she does the um she does Homer's Burps. Yeah, you know what? You sent over an yeah. article about oh, that seriously? last week. Yeah. All those burps yeah. of,
0: of uh, Homer are apparently
4: Nancy Cartwright.
3: Uh, she can do really a really funny. good, loud burp, so I they use know. her to do the Homer burps. Yep.
4: <laughs> so she does uh, Nelson, Ralph, Todd Flanders, uh, Kearney, who's one of the, uh, the bullies. Uh, she also does Maggie, when uh, Maggie occasionally speaks.
2: And Homer's
9: burps. And Homer's burps.
4: <laughs> and Homer's burps, yeah. Here's some of the burps.
9: Here's a little fun fact about the Simpsons. I do all the standard burps for Dan Castellaneta. Homer, so- here we go. Uh.
8: Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) 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 She loves it.
0: Nice. So she is 64 years old today. Uh, You also had the lead singer of the band. Yes, Mr. John Anderson celebrating his birthday today. Massive
3: fan of that band. I know you are as well, Preston. We just had uh, Rick Wakeman on. Yeah. That was an awesome conversation. It was great. And such a nice guy. Yep. And uh, John
0: Anderson, I went back and uh, after we had uh, Rick Wakeman on, I went and uh, did a dive on some really old yes performances of them doing some live stuff, and he just has this uh, voice that just absolutely cuts through. Uh, it's it's his high pitched voice, but it just he he just he does it so bright.
3: Yeah, it's his. Uh, I love his style. I love the whole band's deal, and I love this this version of the band. Me too. It was great. Yeah, a lot of people dismissed it. I thought no, oh, no. they created some great stuff.
0: I agree. They took it to another level when they when they got to the. Uh, uh 90125, uh, part of their career. Uh, So he turns 77 years old today. Uh, And then the last birthday I have on the list is uh, comedian and performer Craig Robinson. Ah. Love him. Uh, and a big one for him today. He's 50 years old.
3: Just played uh, the Hoagie Nation concert, right? He oh, was, he was there? He opened up with his band kind of like a novelty band. That's awesome. And uh, yeah. But he's a good musician, too. He's like, very good. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he plays piano and sings. Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. This is the end. He's
0: hilarious in that. Uh, the Office. Uh, eastbound and Down. <laughs> Another
4: great. Plums.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Like a couple of Plums. <laughs> plums. <pounds. laughs> Yeah, it's uh if you've seen the outtakes of that particular scene, <laughs> that. Robinson is having the hardest time keeping it together with let the, the boy watch. well Will, will Farrell talking about his <laughs> like a nice pair of plums. <laughs> All right, uh we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh on the Simpsons. What is the name, the full name of the comic book store, two one five two six three WMMR and I will go to Patrick. See if we can get it right. Hey Patrick.
10: Hey, good morning.
0: Morning, buddy. All right, so on The Simpsons, what is the name of the comic book store?
10: The Android Dungeon and Baseball Card Shop. That is
0: correct. (laughs) Hang on, Pat. You, sir, have just got yourself $50 in Emerald 8's scratch-off tickets with the New Jersey Lottery, and you can play today because anything can happen in Jersey. All right, uh, at the box office, number one uh, was the film Dune. Yes. It uh, took in 41-point million, and it uh, was also streamed on HBO Max, which is where I watched
3: okay, it. Okay, and uh, quick review? Um, I loved it. I thought it
0: was great, but if you don't know the material, you're going to be very <laughs> lost. This That's is, the only thing. For those
3: who are familiar with Dune, it is, and I always advise people, even if you're going to read the first book, and I'm reading the whole series and... And and realize the amount of minutiae there is a there is a, another book that's actually a book of all references and names and a glossary of terms. It would help to get that because sure. you'll be well rewarded for taking the time to read it. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's elaborate.
0: It's one of these books that needs a companion to it if you wanna if you wanna keep track of everything. But I, I just I feel that, that people who went out and saw it that weren't familiar with the story probably went, Huh? Yeah. What? Uh, but it is beautiful it's very well done and everybody's
3: great I, th- I,
0: I thought he was fantastic at uh, timothy chalamet as paul
3: yeah the, the the director did a uh, did the the um the the sequel to blade runner which yeah. is a gorgeous movie uh, but you may be lost
0: if you don't know the the material but it was uh, number 1 at the box office followed by halloween kills no time to die uh, venom let there be carnage followed by ron's gone wrong uh, then you have the adams family 2 the last duel was number 7 Uh, Shang-Chi and the uh, Legend of the Ten Rings was eight. Then you had the French Dispatch and Hansla Rach was number 10. Not
3: familiar with that.
6: I watched uh, Halloween Kills with my friends on Friday night. What'd you think? Terribly awesome. Okay. Yeah. okay. It's extra gory, unlike all of the other Halloween movies where there's not much blood. Well, and...
3: there's a lot of them that actually do skip up the blood. But, but in no, the, initial, skip the initial ones, yeah. Uh, but, this one is, this, but you're right. This one really pushes the boundaries. I thought it was good.
6: Yeah, and then there's a girl from, like, The Real Housewives that's in it. Uh-huh. She was acting in it, and Anthony Michael Hall is just a trip. It's nice. very funny. All
3: right. Well,
0: let me get in some of the entertainment stories passed along to you. Alec Baldwin, of course. We covered this story last week. It was the biggest story. Misfired a prop gun. On the set of the movie Rust on Bonanza Creek uh, Ranch set in New Mexico, killing a cinematographer uh, Helena Hutchins and uh, including an injuring director Joel Sousa. Uh, more information had been coming out over the weekend, according to an affidavit released over uh, the weekend. Baldwin was told that his prop gun did not have live rounds in it. The person responsible for handing the weapons, Hannah Reed, had recently shared her doubts about her ability to
3: do the job well. We have, we have an audio clip of her talking about that, Preston. Uh, this is, so this was her second movie, but she's on a podcast talking about her nervousness. All right, is this it, Marissa? This is it. Okay.
6: I think loading blanks was, like, the scariest thing to me because I was like, oh, I don't know anything about it. But eventually, by the time I was, like, trying to figure out how to make a specific blank go when you want it to, rather than it hitting, like, the empty cylinders and everything. Uh-huh. Figured
3: that out on my own. Mm. Is that the well, kind of thing you train for yeah, right. on an active set. No. Yeah.
0: Uh, she had said, you know, I was really nervous about it at first, and almost I didn't take the job because wow. I wasn't sure if I was ready uh, but doing it, it went really smoothly. That So she was talking about being on the set of The Old Way starring Nicholas Cage. Uh, the production company is investigating, obviously. Uh, Baldwin shared his grief over the tragedy on Twitter, writing, There are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic in- accident that took the life of Juliana uh, uh, Hutchins, uh, a wife, a mother, a deeply admired oh, colleague God. of ours. I'm fully cooperating with the police investigation to address how this tragedy occurred. And then added... I'm in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. Uh, My heart is broken for her husband, their son, and all who knew and loved her.
2: That is so awful. Yeah,
0: according to the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, Local 44, a union for prop masters, the gun that the 68-year-old fired, uh, did contain a live round. An email sent out to members by the union also said that the Rust prop master was not a union member. The email stated a live single round was accidentally fired on set by the principal actor, hitting both the director of photography, local 600 member uh, uh, Helena Hutchins, and director Joel Salza. Local 44 has confirmed that the props, set decoration, special effects, and construction departments were staffed by New Mexico crew members. There were no local 44 members on the call sheet. Hutchins' husband, Matthew Hutchins, spoke out saying, I'm not going to be able to comment about the facts of the process of what we're going through right now, but I appreciate that everyone has been very sympathetic. I think that we need a little bit of time before we can really encapsulate her life in a way that is easy to communicate. Uh, Sousa has been released from the hospital. The investigation is ongoing. No charges have been filed yet. Meanwhile, hours before the deadly incident, about a half dozen camera crew workers reportedly walked off the set, protesting working conditions, according to multiple reports. Uh, There were complaints of low pay, long hours, and long commutes. Safety protocols, including gun checks, were not followed closely. Mm. Last week, at least one camera operator reportedly complained to production members about gun safety specifically. Uh, Baldwin's stunt double reportedly fired two rounds last Saturday after being told that the gun wasn't loaded. Jesus. Uh, and according to uh, an investigator, there should have been an investigation into what happened, said the crew member. Uh, there were no safety meetings. There was no assurance that it would happen again. All they wanted to do was rush, rush, rush. Uh, Hutchins herself had been uh, pushing for better conditions and was reportedly tearful when the members of the crew left in protest. She said, "I felt like I'm losing my best friends." Recalled one of the workers
3: yeah, during the the initial nine one one call, Presser, which we have audio of. The, the woman on the phone is already is complaining about conditions on the set. Here we go. Santa Fe
5: Fire EMS locational emergency. No, uh, Bonanza Creek Ranch uh, has two 14. people yep. accidentally shot on a movie set by a prop gun. We need help immediately. Okay. Bonanza Creek Ranch. Come on. Wait, don't hang up, okay? Hold on just one second. Director and our cameraman, the camera woman has been shot. So was it loaded with a real bullet or one? Don't, I, don't, I cannot tell you that. Okay. So did you see anyone yell my chest and yell at me? He's supposed to check the guns. He's responsible Are for
10: the competition. I was sitting, we were rehearsing,
5: and it went off, and I ran out. We
0: all ran out. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Awful. Uh, so, somebody messed up big time.
3: So, I was watching a, 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 an expert break down some of the stuff and how they approach movie sets and the, the protocols. There, 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 There is never supposed to be live ammo anywhere near a movie set. Yeah. And they, the, this person that they call the armorer on the movie set is holds full sway, has to give final check of mm. everything before it goes into an actor's hands wow wow
0: unbelievable yeah so there's obviously going to be a lot more information on that
3: uh when the queen
0: doesn't show up for a gig keen royal observers know something serious is happening when queen elizabeth ii canceled a trip to northern ireland at the last minute many but, worried what was
3: happening you know the, the assumption no well scott disick is single now oh yeah, yeah. Mean, maybe they were, so i mean little, come on a little trip yeah as it, as it turns out,
0: there was a uh, cause for concern. The 95-year-old was taken to the hospital Wednesday for preliminary investigations and was then released Thursday. Buckingham Palace had confirmed. Uh, they said in a statement, following medical advice, to rest for a few days, the Queen attended hospital on Wednesday afternoon for some preliminary investigations, returning to Windsor Castle at lunchtime today and remains in good spirits. Uh, but she appears to be on the mend and is expected to lead a royal delegation to a global climate summit with world leaders in Glasgow in a few weeks. Queen Elizabeth has been on the throne since 1952. And she really had to go. Uh, some is wondering, uh, some wonder if she's overdoing it with public duties, but she is reportedly devoted to her work. Uh, the Queen also raised uh, brows after being spotted using a walking stick, the first time that she was seen with a cane in decades.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, she also had no tolerance for jokes about her age. Recently, she declined in honor of being named Oldie of the Year, as I had Reported on last week by a British magazine, saying that she didn't meet the relevant criteria, uh, she politely but firmly declined the award through her assistant private secretary with warmest best wishes.
3: Uh, when? How old was her mother when her mother passed? She was what? up there, uh, right? Over a hundred. Over a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Philip was ninety-nine. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So
3: longevity. Yeah. All you have to do is keep marrying your own family members, and you'll be great. Come-
0: Uh, Fast and Furious fans are reacting to the emotional news that Vin Diesel walked Paul Walker's daughter Meadow down the aisle at her wedding. That's
3: nice. That's Uh, very cool. Yeah, Diesel is godfather
0: to Meadow, uh, who was uh, born just two years prior, uh, before the uh, uh, pair started in Fast and Furious. Together. Uh, Paul, who played Brian O'Connor in the franchise, died in a car accident, of course, at age 40 in 2013.
3: He really was, uh, of all the things, whatever the the rumor and lore attached to all this is, he clearly was a really good friend.
0: Uh, they yes. were very
3: good friends, and it really rocked his world. Uh,
0: Meadow married actor Lewis Thornton Allen and announced the news on Instagram, sharing a photo of Diesel as he walked her down the aisle in place of her father. I think she calls him Daddy Diesel. Maybe Daddy yeah. D. Uh, fans of the franchise were left feeling very emotional by the news.
3: Is Diesel his real name? I, I something makes me think no. I gotta believe it's not right, and I'm pretty
0: sure I remember it's hearing like that Joey it's, transmission. That is not. <laughs> that it's not. I'm not really sure if it's automotive-related uh, right. wow. or not. Never would have guessed. Uh, Mark Sinclair.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Joey Transmission. Yeah.
0: Joey. I like Joey Transmission. It's about
3: family. Yes. <laughs> my name is Mark Sinclair. But Joey. Vin Diesel saying that, that means yeah. something. Yeah.
0: And Joey Transmission <laughs> wouldn't sound like that either. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, all right. Some sad news to report. Uh, two uh, news stories, actually. We'll start with this. James Michael Tyler, famous for playing Gunther on Friends, passed away. Uh, he died Sunday morning at his home in L.A. and he had a battled stage four prostate cancer.
3: Oh. You remember the, the Friends reunion? He yeah. did not attend. He yeah. sent a video along. He said he was in ill health at the time and he was, I, was it where we he was fighting? Yeah, I, I saw
2: as of um, like this summer, he came out and he was basically saying, I want to help people. So you're not in my situation. Right. And he was pushing, if you're 40, start getting checked. Right.
0: Right. Uh, his family says the world knew him as Gunther, uh, the seventh friend from the hit series. But uh, Michael's loved one, loved ones knew him as an actor, musician, cancer awareness advocate, and loving husband.
2: You know he was a real barista, and um, when they originally oh, cast really? him, he was just supposed to stand there and he was an they, extra. He was an extra, and uh, in the second season, they gave him a line. It was one word, and Ross asked him if his apartment had stairs, and he said yeah, and that was his first. <laughs> that was his first word uh, on oh, the show, and then from there, uh, they, you know, they started to give him more lines.
0: Uh, their family members added uh, Michael loved uh music, uh cheering on his Clemson Tigers and he would often find himself in fun and unplanned adventures. If you met him once, you made a friend for life.
3: Well, he and he had that fa- people he was easily recognizable. Yep, uh when he revealed his cancer diagnosis,
0: it it stunned his fans. He he had just appeared in the reunion special made no mention of it. Uh he later clarified why he hadn't gone public at that time saying that he didn't want to be a downer for the special moment. Uh, he was first diagnosed in 2018 and kept it private for three years. Uh, he had acted in several big shows over the course of his career, including Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Scrubs, Modern Music, Just Shoot Me, and others. But his biggest claim to fame, of course, was being the uh, the uh, barista at Central Perk Cafe. He starred in 150 episodes of Friends over the course of its 10 year run. Yep, and it's uh, abs- he is absolutely beloved by the fan base. Survived by his wife Jennifer Carno, he was 59 years old. So
3: he was obviously always uh, enamored of uh, Rachel, and uh, so we we have that clip, uh, Marissa, of him uh, on the show. Is uh, this the the, professing uh, his love for her? Yeah.
2: Was that the final show that he did that? Or
3: Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Rachel.
2: Yeah.
1: I I know you're you're leaving tonight, but I I just have to tell you, I loved you. No, I I don't know if that changes your plans at all, but I I thought you
3: should know.
2: I love you, too. Probably not in the same way, but I do.
3: Oh man, <laughs> he was that. He was the guy
0: who was every guy who yeah, yeah. loved that, who was in love with the, the beautiful right women. yeah.
3: Not that same way though. We
0: have a uh, a PSA for prostate cancer that he did as well. Here we
11: go. If Here. there's one piece of advice that I could give men out there to avoid where I am today, specifically, is get tested. My specific cancer went to the bones before it could be stopped. Before I realized I had it, and I can tell you, you, you do not want to go through. What I've had to go through the past uh, two and a half years. If you want to stick around,
0: uh, get tested. There you go. And that's what you would say, Steve. Yeah,
3: absolutely. And the, uh, you, all you need, at least to start the process, a very simple thing. It's a PSA It's a, a PSA test. It's a blood test. If yeah. you ask your doctor to give you that, that'll give you a little bit of indication. That was my red flag. Dr. Mike seized upon it, said let's go check it out. Caught it early, and here I am.
0: Another sad story, unfortunately, lost someone to cancer. Peter Scolari, the prolific actor who rose to fame on the TV show Bosom Buddies, longtime friend Tom Hanks, was nominated for three Emmy Awards for his performance on New Heart, passed away Friday. He was 66. I love Peter Scolari. I did, too.
3: I, I Always. He even he pops up in the... Uh, in the uh... Uh, that thing you do,
0: yep. He's the uh, the the show host, yeah. Or the, the big show that the TV show that they play. You're right. Uh, and he and Hanks, Hanks threw him a bone every now All and the time, then to yeah. be in uh, to be in films. He was in the Polar Express. Uh, he had cancer of two years. They didn't specify what kind of cancer it was. Uh, from uh, 1984 to 1990, Scullari played a pretentious but likable TV producer producer Michael Harris on Bob Newhart's beloved CBS sitcom. That's right. Uh, Although he repeatedly missed out on the Supporting Actor Emmy for that show, he ultimately won the award in 2016 for his guest role on Lena Dunham's HBO comedy, Girls. Galari had played Hannah Hovart's father, Tad, and became the first actor to win an Emmy as a, quote, replacement nominee uh, when Veep actor Peter McNichol was disqualified over technicality. Uh, He got his start in theater and spent seven years at the prestigious Colonnades Theater Lab alongside Danny DeVito, Rhea Perlman, and Jeff Goldblum. Uh, he was a self-taught student of vaudeville, a professional juggler, and an accomplished college athlete as well. And he was a he was a supporting role guy on
3: tons, tons of stuff. stuff. He was actually on that, I mentioned that show Evil that I've been watching, Preston, mm. and he played uh, w- one of the priests on the show. And uh, th- it sucks. Was he on, and Nick, maybe you can look this up, was he on the TV version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? He was.
0: Yes. Actually, yeah, yeah, you don't have to look that up. I got the, the full list here of of a bunch of stuff that he did. Uh, but yeah, he was, he was part of that. And he was on tons of shows like uh, ER and The West Wing and Touched by an Angel and Ally McBeal and The Nanny. He did all these you know bit roles from time to time. On uh, Broadway, he was in Hairspray, uh, Wicked. He did a whole lot of stuff. And uh, he and Tom Hanks remained dear friends since their early days on uh, the ABC comedy Bosom
3: Buddies. I love that show. I, I did kid. as well. It, it was, was fun. stupid as hell, and yeah. it, but it was funny. It had a, a fairly sharp... Obviously, with two people like that on the show, yep. it was sharper than it had any right to be, but it was uh, It a lot of fun we have two clips from bosom Buddies. oh excellent yeah all right here we go our friend amy said there was a great apartment in her building dirt
4: cheap but it's a hotel for women okay we made one adjustment now these other ladies know us as buffy and hildegard but they also know us as
3: kip and henry buffy and hilde's brothers see it's all perfectly normal <laughs> it was a fun show. <laughs> Remember when shows used to do introductions oh, like that? Yeah. Yep. It was
4: like two minutes long. because yeah. right? Let's didn't... explain the show. Well, and then they went into the Billy Joel song, right. and, and that was like a minute and a half. So I, I was reading some obituaries about Peter Scolari over the weekend, and at some point did they sort of abandon that uh, cross-dressing thing for Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari? They just went into it? I had read
0: that he, he said they fought tooth and nail to get rid of the... yeah. Of the uh, the and and they weren't able to. Oh, they never did. Okay, yeah, that they held on to it at the end, but they wanted them to lose it big time. That was
3: my least favorite part of the show. Yeah. I mean, it was the, not the, necessary. Yeah. Well, it, it not... lost
0: its novelty pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. At, at first, it was like, okay, this is how they ended up. This is when it was very strict about men and women living together. Yeah. And uh, and that's how they they were able to get this apartment. And uh, yeah, they they could have bailed that little uh, bit pretty early on, but they they stuck with it the whole time. Uh, this is Peter Scalari. It says, Henry looking for a woman. This is what he was, What he looks for
3: in a woman. Ah, here we yeah. go.
0: Come on, Kip, you've known me long enough. You know that the physical thing is not going to be the biggest concern
12: in the world to me. As long as she's built. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anything else? Well, she should be tender, non-competitive, you know, a little smarter than me so
0: that she can keep me on my toes. <laughs> sort of a Madame Curie with bullockus? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, He's survived by a wife and four kids. That's sad news, man. All right, what else? I got a few other things. Uh, let's go with this. All right, Shanna Mochler responded to a troll who said that her kids with Travis Barker would become reality TV royalty after he got engaged to Kourtney Kardashian. Now
3: we're talking about a, a, an internet troll, not a real troll. It right? was
0: this guy lived under a bridge. <laughs> uh, this came after she shared a glam IG captioned in seeming reference to their engagement. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. So that's what she wrote. And she responded to the troll. <laughs> oh uh, I'm their mother. They were royalty long before. I love that people are now telling me how I feel. LOL, I can't with this world. <laughs> LOL, she, I can't. Not with this world. Man, no. she's, she's a
3: wordsmith. Did
6: mm-hmm. you see the uh, post from Friday? The no. Travis No. They, um, they were dressed as Sid and Nancy. It was an early Halloween post. Oh, boy. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. This is her and court, him and Courtney? Him and Courtney, yeah. Okay.
6: Like, the entire time, I don't know. I, I've been enjoying the little punk rock references that he, sn- like, slips into the into his posts. Mm-hmm. He'll wear in, like, a transplant jacket, which is a super group with the guys from Rancid. They're a decent bunch of fun costumes. things. Yeah, but I just don't like her as Nancy. Right. Like, this is the she one time she, in my she life. She doesn't
0: have enough cred?
6: This is the one time in my life I was like, all right, can you even name a Sex Pistols song?
0: Right, right. Well, they're, they're together, gang. And, they're and it's be beautiful. Little posts like this all the time. Lots yeah. of them. Paris Hilton has made a uh, list, uh, it's for her wedding. To fiance Carter Ream. Oh my god. She's registered more than sixty thousand dollars worth of merch. Sixty grand. Yep. Uh, a, I, for, to, to be honest, I thought that's
3: kind of low, yeah. yeah.
0: Among her items on the wish list are a Geary's Beverly Hill, or on Geary's Beverly Hills is where the list is made. Right. Uh a five hundred dollar Hermes platter. That's not that bad. A nine hundred and eighty-five dollar uh Christoffel Party Tray. R- remember,
3: she's you know, Hilton money. Well, yeah. So that's actually kind of economical. It's not that yeah. Bad. A
0: one thousand dollar crystal caviar server with a spoon. She should have registered at Shane's Circus World of Values. Here we go. Here's a $4,885 Baccarat vase. I'm surprised Baccarat.
2: she registered.
0: A $990 he uh, dollar Baccarat lamp, a $1,845 caviar vodka set for 6 and uh, $353 crystal wine glass might i suggest that the thing
3: to do would have to ask uh, to ask all of the attendees to yeah. make a donation, donation. to the uh-huh. organization that would look after the children that she said this is her cause now yeah. that have been going to these schools and right maybe she'll do she do that. need any of
2: this maybe should do that in lieu of favors at the yeah.
3: wedding uh-huh. so for those
0: on a budget there's a $140 decanter $185 cake dome and a $250 pair of ice tongs. Isn't
3: that kind of weird? <laughs> yeah. I think that's weird, especially at her level of income, to be asking for a cake dome.
2: Marissa, what's your uh, price if you're getting somebody a, sh- a wedding shower gift?
6: Uh, usually in the, like, $100 range. Okay. if Like, that's, that's like not like family or super close. That's right, like right, right. I'm just friends with a hundred, and then it goes up from there. But Kathy, you know, going to a million of these things that what well, adds up, it adds up. But you have to make a list. Like no matter what, there's going to be some aunt or someone's mom who says, "What do you want for your wedding?" So you have to have something okay. on a list somewhere.
0: Yeah, I see the point of making a list. Uh, The pair are getting married in Bel Air Uh, on November 11th. The ceremony will be held at the estate of her grandfather, and she'll wear a Valentino dress. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's currently undergoing IVF treatment in a bid to get pregnant.
3: Well, there you go. well. Her whole life has changed, and she was up uh, on the the hill a couple weeks ago. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, just a couple more quick
0: things. How about this? Uh, There's an upcoming Barbie movie. Uh, directed by Little Women's Greta Gerwig and starring Margot Robbie as the Plastic Fantastic icon herself, there have been rumors as to who will be taking the role of Ken, and it, the the front runner right now is Ryan Gosling.
3: Ryan Gosling's a good choice. Uh, if he wasn't a cannibal, Army Hammer would be good. There's been no official announcement, according
0: to Deadline. Gosling is currently in the final stages of negotiations with Warner Brothers. Uh, he initially passed on the role due to a busy work schedule.
3: Is this going to be, uh, I, so I really haven't read up on this movie, is this going to be a a comedy? Is this going to be, uh, what, what, what it's is gonna this be, It's going to be live action. Okay. So it's not uh, an animated movie.
4: Huh. Not like Toy Story. I wonder how they'll pull that off. And they did that great did a great job. Story. <laughs> Michael Michael Keaton,
0: Keaton as Ken yeah. was hilarious. Uh, so he had initially, apparently, uh, Ryan Gosling had initially passed on the role due to a busy work schedule, but after production was delayed due to COVID, uh, it looks like he is good to go. This
4: actually sounds like a pretty funny plot line. A doll living in Barbieland is expelled for not being perfect enough. Mm-hmm. and ah. sets off on an adventure in the real world. So Did yeah. that happen? Uh, yeah, it's based on a true story.
0: <laughs> All right, we're ready for clips, gang. We're going to do that now. Drum roll, Marissa. Thank you. Barney receives a robot named Ron to be his best friend. When Ron starts malfunctioning, he catches the eye of a shady executive, and Ron's gone wrong. And in this clip, Zach Galavanakis talks about bringing emotion to a robot character.
13: It was the trickiest thing for this. You know, I would be recording my lines, and then I, the direction would come over the headphones. A little bit more emotion, and then I would do it. Too much emotion. So there was always this kind of even keelness that we were trying to find, uh, but that was one of the things that kind of worried me—that I didn't know if I could find find that voice. It's not
0: funny. Uh, Ron's Gone Wrong is in theaters today, by the way. Uh, anybody see it? No. All right. Next clip. Drum roll, please, Marissa. An aspiring fashion designer who's able to enter the 1960s and encounters a wannabe singer realizes that the glamour is not all it appears to be and something far darker appears in Last Night in Soho. In this clip, director Edgar Wright talks about late actress Diana Rigg.
4: It just, you know, the idea of working with her was so thrilling and it's really sort of become the big takeaway of the movie for me because she's no longer with us. So it was already poignant making the movie on a number of levels and now her passing and having got to work with her and, and just being so fortunate to sort of get to know her in the last few years life
6: Where are you gone What?
0: Last Night in Soho is in theaters this Friday, by the way. I
6: did see a screening of this last week. It is beautiful. Edgar Winter movies are always delightful with some
0: really good jump scares in it, too. Edgar Wright, you mean? Edgar Wright, yes. Yeah. Edgar Winter is a guy <laughs> yes. who did Frankenstein. That, too. <laughs> i made my first
8: movie. It <laughs> is beautiful.
0: All right, and that is the entertainment report for today. Want to take a break? We have uh, guests to get to. Actually, when we come back, we're going to have comedian Jim Norton on because he's going to be at the Healing Comedy Club on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We have a shorter work week this week because of a little Hall of Fame thing that's taking place. Uh, And we have a big announcement this morning we don't want you to miss out on as well. Stay put. we got a bunch coming up.
9: And Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance at
1: Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center complex.
7: This year, we're starting earlier than ever. It all kicks off Monday, November 1st.
1: The gang will be camping out for an entire week
7: inside the Beambo Bakeries USA broadcast tent. But audience attendance will be very limited.
1: We're emphasizing cash donations this year, both at WMMR.com and at your local Acme Market at the checkout register.
9: Non-perishable food donations can be accepted via our drive through drop-off. Fueled by Pepsi.
1: Camp Out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners.
7: Comcast Spectacore in the Philadelphia Flyers. Whitehorse RV Center. Keen Compressed Gas. Wispis Bank. Xfinity from Comcast. And Mayfair Fence.
9: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly First.
0: We're doing a very rare early morning conversation with a comedian. This normally doesn't happen. They're late-nighters. But he, he lives in our realm as well. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. And a little bit early in the week to do this because we've got a we got a short work week this week. Uh, but he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club. Always great to have him on. Please welcome Mr. Jim Norton yeah, to the show. Good morning, Jim. And I knew oh. this was going to happen. Hang on a second, Jim. We can't hear you now. We can hear you there, man.
12: Yes, I can't see you, but I can
0: hear you. Oh, you can't see us. We're, right, we're, we're down uh, a person today. Our, our executive producer, Casey, is out. So we're trying to uh, make sure that we get it as best as we can possibly be. But you're going to be in town on Thursday. What, Marissa? Uh,
6: Jim, so you said that this was your first Zoom from your phone. I'm going to recommend you swipe over and you're going to see Preston's face. Swipe over.
12: Oh, my God. I have been telling people to do this. For 15 months. And then the first time I make a Zoom
3: call, I suck. Thank you. Yes, I see that. Uh, All right. All right, Jim. We're working through one or two technical issues. We're going to get this done. You're now only in the right channel. But now you see us. Baby steps. We're moving along. All right. Yes, and initially, at first, when I first saw Jim on
0: the monitor here, I just saw you from, like, the nose up. And I'm like, this is like talking to my mom <laughs> <laughs> on
12: FaceTime.
0: Come on, mom. But we got it now. Yeah. Yeah.
12: I can hear you, but I
0: can't quite. Uh, all right. All
12: of you, I can always, There you are. Okay, I see. You. I'm good. All right. And you know what?
0: Our audio is. This is not going to work. Uh, we <laughs> only just have the slightest bit in the uh, in the right channel. Should and we rock the phone? Should we go old school?
3: Our yeah. audience is not going to be able to hear it. Keep There's... talking
6: to him for two seconds. I will. I have a makeshift that will work out. But just keep talking. All to right. You,
3: you hang on, Jim. We want to make sure we get this we, information guys, out. Uh,
12: I did Zoom for 15 months, so I, I know that at times it's a real. Uh, there's always a glitch.
3: No problem. Well, Speaking of that, uh, so it, it'll be good to have you back in town. You've been you've been working. Obviously, you have your own your own show, your own radio show, and you have your uh, your podcast and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, but uh, is is this your you know Have you been working consistently throughout uh, said pandemic, or have you been um, reemerging lately onto the stage?
12: I didn't do anything for 15 months. I just did radio and the UFC podcast. I didn't get on stage once. Not once. 15 months. Huh. So, you now, all these young guys like Mark Norman and Joe List, they were smart. They went out. They shot specials. Now they're selling out shows. And me, I just sat home and got fat. <laughs> and did for months. It was a terrible, terrible mistake, I made. Uh,
3: well, you know, maybe you did the right. I was reading about and I, I was, where I came across this information, no pun intended. But you, um, you broke away from online porn. Which I think is a, uh, first of all, I want to know if that's still intact. And, and second off, if so, has it been liberating?
12: Dude, you have great timing. Uh, I'm not kidding you. Last night was the first night that I, I, I went back to it uh, in over two months. And before that, it had been like over a year. Like I, I go through little periods where I keep falling back into it. But last night was the first time that I wound up uh, doing what I normally do. Uh, and I kind of felt weird when I was finished. I was like, "Why?" am I, as I'm duck walking to the bathroom looking for a sock, I'm like, what am I doing? I was feeling so good for so long, and right. here I am again. So, yeah, right. I went back to it briefly.
0: All uh, right, hang on a second. We're trying to, to switch something with the audio here. Marissa's going to make a quick switch, and we're going to go over to her phone, and we're going to try it this way. And can see we hear we can now? Hear Jim better. I Nah, that's not going to work either. Uh, right, let's just I go have, old school and get yeah, Jim on the phone. On I don't phone. know if we're going to even be able to do that, uh, Jim. Do you have a, you have a phone handy that you could we could call you on or? Yeah. Okay, all right, hey, let's oh, do wait, that.
6: Wait.
3: Can we hear him? What a freaking nightmare, right? Mm-hmm. No,
6: it should be working perfectly now.
3: All right, everybody, sound good, Jim. Just give us a one, two, three. One, two, three. All right, yeah. Yeah. that's much better. Two, Excellent, thanks. Good. You very so, much. Jim, in case you weren't hearing that, we Jim had given up. Porn for a while, online porn. And then last night, you were duck walking to the bathroom looking (laughs) for a sock. Uh, (laughs) Now, is that, that, uh, was that, uh, would you consider that falling off the wagon or is it coming back home?
12: You know, I kind of, I want to stay away from it. It's just because it's too consuming. Like, it's literally hours and hours. And like last night was just, I I think it was kind of a step backwards. I want to stay away from it. It's just too much. Uh, You know, you. you I did, there's been times where I was late for the comedy cellar because I'm watching porn. I'm like, what are you doing? You're 50. <laughs> I have no wife, no kids. <laughs> I'm 50 years old. My windows leak, and I can't stop with porn. Dude, yes, yeah, so I, I wanted to stay away. There bit.
0: are actually, I saw this. There, there are support groups for guys who are hooked on porn, and you can have like a porn buddy who, when you feel your weak moment, that you can contact them. And I don't know what they're supposed to do for you, but you know uh it's supposed
3: to help you out with that I, well uh, listen i i can sort of see that, you know it is an addiction was it terry was it terry cruz who was who was who said he had a uh, maybe no, yeah no. at a massive let's say yes porn addiction yeah from brooklyn Nine. you know and, and so he had said he that was the deal but you're right after a while i think um it, it does become a, a, it shouldn't be like it was in the early years when you would sit there waiting for 10 minutes for a jpeg to come up on the screen it like, you know, it became, it became an embarrassment of riches, and now it's just sad. Would you agree with that?
12: Yeah, a great way to put it. Now it's just sad. It is an embarrassment of riches. When you, when you stop for a while, and then you go back to it. You start going back over all the old people you used to watch. Wonder what they're up to. <laughs> you always wonder if they've done any new video production. So you wind up walking down memory lane and going, oh, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, that one. And, again, it's the same thing. Like, it's literally the exact same thing I was doing. And yet you, there are guys I can call, like guys I know who are also um, – and they just kind of talk you down. Like you'll be you'll be, you'll, you'll be, wanting to go on and look at porn. They'll start talking about – right, but picture your grandmother in hospice. And you're like, All right, good. <laughs> 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 That'll
3: kill it. That's they a diversion. That. <laughs> That'll kill it. The bedpan. Oh yeah. God. I I love that. But sp- speaking of of like, you know, that, that starts to become sort of a nostalgic walk down memory lane, I was looking at your Instagram page. I, I I follow you. You have a lot of pictures of a lot of dead people, but there are a lot of great pictures. You have you have um, a Nor Macdonald who we just recently lost, and Cloris Leachman, and you, you have. And I was looking at him like I I admire you. You you uh, obviously have no fear when it. It, it comes to going up to celebrities and and getting their pictures. I I, I don't I'm not um, I don't get nervous around celebrities. I'm, I'm not in awe. There are a few that I might be. Norm was one of them. As a matter of fact, when he came into the studio, I was like, I'm nervous, but I'm going to ask for the picture. Uh, is, is is this sort of a, um, a quest for you to get these pictures? And, and it looks like you've mastered the art if it. Is
12: I used to do it all the time because again, we would interview people. When you interview someone, it's kind of easy because they're right there in the room with you. Like, right, you know. But I, I've asked people at weird moments. Um, and after a while, I just stopped doing it unless I interview somebody. Like, mm. if they're in studio, I'll ask them. But it's embarrassing just to walk up to someone now and go, Can I have a picture? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. One of the last people I did it to was Madonna. I asked her, I go, Hey, can we take a picture together? And she went, No, thank you. <laughs> I was like, Ugh.
8: She, dude,
12: she turned me down. Who else turned me down? Uh, uh, who's the woman? Uh, Diana Ross. Huh? Um, I, uh, dude, she acted like I was mugging her. I asked <laughs> her for a picture in the airport. I'm like, uh, "Can we take a photo together?" And she went, "No, please." Oh. And uh, she walked away. And, yeah, it shot me down. So I, I mean, kind of too embarrassed to ask.
3: You can get at the level of stardom that they have that they're bombarded with it, but I, I, I always think right. you know, it's it's we. You have to think this is this person's one and only experience, where you know you. They, the, the celebrity can't become jaded. Now, that's easy for me to say because I'm not Diana Rosser at that level. But, you know, well, who who is your holy grail or who did you think was going to be a, a real, you know, bastard to you? It turned out to be pretty good when you solicited a photograph.
12: They've all been pretty not Like the ones who have taken it have all been Nicolas Cage. I flew next to I, I sat on a plane next to Nicolas Cage for five hours going <laughs> to L.A. one time. Um, And I asked him at the end, I'm like, can we take a picture together? And he goes, I'd rather not.
4: (laughs) So I was like, I was. (laughs) I enjoyed that impression. (laughs) That was a really really good, quick impression of Nick Cage.
12: (laughs) But I'll sign something for you. And this is what a cuck I am. I should have told him, "No, no, thanks. I was like, okay, and I handed him the menu that, uh, from the plane, and he signed my menu, and he wrote, "Dear Jim, it was nice flying with you." Like I was an eight-year-old. That he met. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's hilarious! That's hilarious. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you about uh, with with the passing of, of Norm. Have you worked? I assume. Have you ever worked with Norm? And if so, do you have any stories? Because you guys were working in similar circles.
12: No, Norm. I, I knew from uh, the Bob Saget roast, and we had him on the air, and just that's right. Both in comics, and occasionally you would see each other here or there. But he started texting me. Um, I didn't know Norm well, but he started texting me after uh, Shane Gillis got in trouble, and he was so outraged about what happened to Shane. Um, and we just started talking. He was trying to help Shane, uh, and he wanted to get Shane on our show. So I was like, Yeah, of course. But Shane wound up not doing. He was laying low for a while. But then Norm and I just started texting. Uh, he was really, really bothered by what was happening in comedy and what the, the the direction it was going, where people were getting in trouble. So that really affected him. He really uh, he hated it. So uh, are you? Are you amazed?
3: To it, are, are you amazed that he was able to to hide? I mean, because we just heard, like uh, you know, not obviously it's a, it's a different side of the spectrum, but like uh, like Peter Sklar, all these people. You figure, Norm Macdonald was sick, and and apparently nobody, even close friends, knew it. I, in this day and age, that's that's sort of amazing and shocking that someone could hold a secret like that, especially at that level level of notoriety.
12: The integrity. Who Who's the other guy? To the. Uh... The, the black actor passed away was from...
3: Uh, oh, uh, uh... He also had... Uh, black Panther. Um, were we, are you... Sorry? Yes. Chadwick, Chadwick, Bozeman, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah.
12: Oh, yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, also, same thing. We didn't tell people he had... Like, the integrity of these guys... Like, I would not only... I would tell people, if I suspected I had cancer, I would tell everybody, <laughs> I, I, I got cancer, I'm going to be late, I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. I would do it to my advantage. I would use it to get laid. Uh, yeah, I respect these guys tremendously. The fact that they didn't mention it because all I would do is milk it.
3: So. You you, you yeah. make a good point. Yeah, I probably would too. Yeah, right. Of yeah. course. Why not? Go mm. listen. This movie lines long. Yeah, I have cancer. Can <laughs> yeah. you let me get cancer? <laughs> yeah, I guess that speaks to us. You, you you are um you're in season two of the Degenerates. Uh, I was watching a, a clip and I wanted to ask you. You bring up Ted Bundy. Uh, I don't know if it's particularly from from that from that uh, installment of the Degenerates, but um, and you, you you make some good points. I just wanted to ask you about uh, Ted Bundy and that whole thing because now murder mysteries, Dateline, procedurals—that's all the rage. I'm full into it. Is that something that sits in your wheelhouse?
12: It's something I loved for years. Like I watched these shows, I would read about these guys, and then I just started hating their guts. Like serial killers, like I, I, I just started hating them. I'm like, what am I doing? Right, Acting like these guys are d- bad, badasses. Like, they, they're just tricks, <laughs> they're, they're guys they're like, they can't get laid, so they wind up just you know, murdering people. Like, I stopped, I started to look at like, what are you doing enjoying these guys, right? Um, and now I, I kind of I hate the hero worship of them so much, especially since comedians are getting in trouble. Like, Chappelle is dangerous, but Ted Bundy documentaries aren't like it's staggering to me that people will go after Chappelle. And yet everyone loves Squid Game. Like, I don't understand how people think that comedy is a problem when all they want to do is sit home and watch, uh, you know, handsome guys play Ted Bundy. It drives me crazy. Yeah,
3: you make a good point that he wasn't, um, that Bundy himself wasn't as extraordinarily good looking as people say he was. But what, make make your point because I think it's a legitimate one.
12: What, that he was kind of good. Basically, he was good looking compared to Edmund Kemper and other guys <laughs> like that. But I mean... I'm I'm good looking compared to most of those guys. They're all 3s. Ted Bundy was a 5. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm just sick and tired of
3: it, man. Yeah, so in the circle of serial killers, he was a looker, but otherwise, right. uh, yeah, it's 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 the wrong way to uh, to think about it. Um, you're still, yeah,
12: that's, why, that's why he used the hammer. He couldn't <laughs> get laid on his own without a hammer. Right. Uh, you know, but again, in the serial killer world, he was dashing and charming. So the
3: UFC podcast unfiltered, which you, you do and, and continue to do. Uh, w- what do you think of the, the, the state of, uh, the sport uh, now? What do you think about this whole, uh, Jake Paul stuff and, 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 mm-hmm. uh, all of this stuff going on, all this sort of, um, uh, event spectacle stuff that's not really true to the sport? Is it a diversion that will go away, or is it the future?
12: You know, I don't mind. At first, I was like, ah, it kind of sucks. But they really are giving people what they want. Like, people do want to see what would happen if Jake Paul... Like, everybody wants to see him get knocked out. So he's kind of smart in that. Like, that's half of Connor's appeal, is that people want to see if somebody breaks his jaw, because he talks a lot, and that's how Jake Paul is, and it, it sells tickets. So I don't mind the Jake Paul stuff. I just want to see somebody... Knock him out! Cause I love the UFC guys so much. I hate to see like Ben Askren and Tyron Woodley losing to him, but I, I think it's kind of brilliant. Floyd Mayweather, I kind of hate. So that that fight with Logan Paul sucked. Just watching those two hug uh, <laughs> for for, for forty five minutes was dull. Yeah. But aside from that, I don't mind it. I, well, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't part go of it, but I'll watch
0: it. Part of prize fighting is is where you have the integrity of the sport, and then you have the selling tickets to the event. Yeah, so you've, you gotta, you got it. You got to bridge those two together from time to time. So I know what you're saying.
12: Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, I like all the fighters as people, but, that, you know, if they want to make some extra money, like it's usually guys who are not as active in the UFC going over and making some extra money. So, no, I don't blame those guys at all for doing that. Um, I just want to see somebody knock out Jake Paul. I think that's why everybody watches.
3: <laughs> so, do you think that Ty- Tyson, because um, Tyson's, Tyson's been talking about it, I think he's what he wants 100, 100 million, I think is the purse he's asking for. Uh, do you think that's going mean, to happen?
12: I don't, you know what? It, it's a huge fight, and if Jake Paul loses, there's no disgrace. Tyson is, uh, I may mean, he he's like 53, he's my age, he's 53, 54, but he's still Mike Tyson, and he still has a punch uh, that could probably, you know, put his sister at brick wall, so yeah, that would be a great fight. That's a fight I would actually pay to go to if I could get a ticket for it. Forward. To watch Mike Tyson fight, although I've been to Holyfield, that was sad, Yeah, to watch Holyfield fight uh, Vitor Belfort, and and God bless Trump, he goes, uh, this is the biggest heavyweight fight of the year. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> not uh, quite. I don't know. I don't think so. It's not the one everybody was clamoring for, the Belfort's uh, Holyfield match. <laughs> <laughs> well, I felt bad to watch him.
3: Did you watch the uh, <laughs> bad Did you watch the Tyson documentary uh, series on ABC? It was they had, I mean, when you think you've seen every bit of footage on Tyson, this this series was pulling up stuff I'd never seen before, and I was telling Preston about it. It was pretty amazing. Did, no, I didn't see. You it. didn't catch any of it. Yeah, it was a multi-part story, and they just it, it like it. I, I don't know if Ken Burns was behind it anyway, but man, they were they're pulling out stuff. And seeing him like as 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 a kid, and and uh, uh, just just wild stuff, and, and then you you realize you know how he was basically Doctor Frankenstein into a fighting machine, and it was just amazing to watch the process. I mean, just everything pointing towards this guy was going to be a nightmare in the ring, it, it, and they did a great job of it.
12: He's, he's, he's a really interesting guy. Like His book, uh, he's probably the best biography I've ever read, which was, uh, I think it's called um, uh, Un- or The Whole Truth, whatever it was called. It was Tyson's biography. It was it Really, it's the best one I've ever read. And he talked about addiction probably better than I've heard anybody describe, like what he would have to do just to get to feeling normal. Right. And I think he called it baseline normal. And I'm like, God, that, what a great term that is, baseline normal, like the things you have to do to maintain just to feel like regular. So yeah, he's a really interesting guy, and uh, anything he does, I'll watch. Um, I auditioned for his cartoon. It's funny. I think when Norm was leaving, Norm played like the parrot, uh, like, the,
3: the, pigeon. a pigeon.
12: Tyson's cartoon. Yeah, he played a
3: pigeon. The series was phenomenal, and the fact that Tyson was voicing himself was extraordinary. And they had they made such um, gold out of that, and his inability to pronounce things like chupacabra. Huh? Uh, <laughs> it's just brilliant. <laughs>
12: I'll tell you who did not do a good job, Jim Norton. My audition stunk. <laughs> when Norm was leaving, they were auditioning. It was the pigeon, and my audition was so. I sent it in because I said I would, but I was embarrassed. I'm uh. like, "Oh, you suck!" <laughs> uh, especially knowing how well Norm did it, I was really embarrassed of submitted the garbage audition I did. <laughs> so yeah, anything Tyson does, I wish I would have done a better job on that. But
3: isn't the funny though, uh, and it funny though? I mean, and it's your your. I love your your stand up is is brilliant, and 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 the fact that you can. You. But you are you are aggressively self deprecating. I know a little bit of that and we all have it. It's, it's, it's mired in a little bit of authentic self-loathing. Uh, how how do you, how do you, how do you overcome that? Uh, considering that you're, you're throwing yourself out in the ring all the time, basically. And, and, you know, asking for it, how how do you, how do you balance it?
12: You know, it just kind of makes you continue to have to strive for, it sounds so corny, but it's like, no matter what I'm doing, I kind of think I'm failing. So it it keeps me from being lazy because I'm always like, I got to do more, I got to do more, I got to do more. So it does kind of keep me moving forward, but it prevents me from enjoying any moderate success I have. So, yeah, I would say that the way to uh, combat it is just to keep trying to do more to get out of the pit that I feel like I'm in all the time. I see that.
3: Yeah. Preston's nodding, too. Yeah, it's exactly the case. Got to keep working. Got to keep doing it. And that's the way that you can justify it, and it's it's a funny it's a funny dynamic, but it, it, I think it's true to a lot of people who do what we do in some way. You know what I'm saying?
12: Yeah. Well, the best part about me is I've managed to consistently put out mediocrity <laughs> since 1990, which is really amazing, like that I haven't peaked or valleyed. I have just leveled since 1990. You've successfully
3: clawed your way 90. to the middle. Yeah. <laughs> There's something to be said for that, Jim. I think that's, of totally. course, your many fans would just agree and say that you are, uh, you're constantly, uh, uh, you know, killing it, but uh, that's cool and they can, they can see you here yeah. in town. Yeah, Thursday. You're going to be doing, yeah, you got three days
0: here in, in Philly, right?
12: Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, we're not doing Halloween. Philly is usually an amazing market for me, but Halloween was just not going well. And I, don't, I understand people are out with their kids and stuff, but my, my fan base is a little older than they used to be. So I was hoping to come in and see you guys. I didn't realize you had a short week, so I'm really happy to be talking to you at all. No,
0: it's all good, man. I mean, next time we'll definitely have you in, and uh, we've got yeah, we to go do this thing in Chicago, so we're we're out for a short week. But uh, nonetheless, we'll get you That's back great. in. Have fun, man. Thanks, man. Thank Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh-huh. Helium Comedy Club. There are tickets available at heliumcomedy.com. It's good to catch up with you, Jim. We'll see you soon, okay?
12: Yeah, I love you guys, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, man. Jim Norton, guys, yes. on the show and
0: uh, in town, uh, which is cool. Yes, we will be, uh, we got a short week this uh, this week. So, otherwise, we definitely would have had Jim in for a chat. Um, listen, I know we're a little bit early, but I want to go ahead and take a break
3: right now. We want to hear. Yeah. Preston said, uh, let me pre-tease it for you. Said he had possibly the most painful experience of his life over the weekend. I did. We have not been told what it is. We have We're no going idea. To find out. <laughs> and we've only got like it's
0: it's not gonna. We got like five minutes before we need to take a break. Doesn't. And I want to take a little bit more. Time. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, right. We'll come back and we'll get into the B file and that stuff, and then I'll give it a chance to share what went on. But in the meantime. Our friends from Dunkin' are here. we got some giveaways. I have a $50 gift card. We'll take call number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. You can treat yourself to a peanut butter cup macchiato. And then you can get their uh, terrifyingly tasty spider donut, too. Uh, so we'll take call number 8, 215-263-WMMR.
7: Back in a moment. Some B-File stories are coming up. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes? You guessed it
0: that's IHateStevenSinger.com.
9: Want to see something funny? Ugh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonAndSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From
7: 93.3 WMMR. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Brought to you this morning by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. We're going to start off with this story. I, I love this. So, a popular puzzle game. Got a third juror in the Elizabeth Holmes trial dismissed after she admitted... To playing it during testimony to help keep her focused.
3: That's unbelievable, especially a high-profile case like
0: this. That is correct. So uh, this is the, if you ever saw the uh, documentary about this Theranos uh, right. project. Big scam. was involved in this huge, huge scandal. And so, like Steve said, it's a high-profile case. <laughs> and according to a court transcript, the juror kept Sudoku in her court-issued notebook and played it for around seven to ten days of testimony. Oh my God. Christ.
2: Just playing Sudoku?
3: What an idiot. <laughs> well, you know, if you go for, for jury duty, you have to sit. You can't read a book. You can't look down nothing. at anything. You have to stay 100% focused. Steve, even in the jury room. In the in, jury in room. During intermissions, yes. you are
0: not allowed any books or anything to read. You have right. nothing. But conversation with your other jurists, yeah. that is all you're allowed. Not even during that time. Not a pinball much, machine. Much less <laughs> d- when you're sitting listening yeah. to testimony. That's why you don't see an arcade back there, Preston. U.S. District Court Judge. Edward Asteroids! Edward Davila as juror number five, five, well in chambers. Were you playing Sudoku? Uh, The juror said, I do have Sudoku, but it doesn't interfere with me listening. I'm very fidgety, so I need to do something with my hands. So at home, I'll crochet while I'm watching or listening to TV. Listen, it takes all of your brain power to work on that game. Right. Because it's very intricate math equations you're trying
3: to figure out. Oh, my God. Just give us about 30% when you listen.
0: The shakeup leaves only two alternates in a trial that's expected to last until December. On Friday morning, DeVilla told prosecutors and defense attorneys for Holmes that he received an email from a juror. The court, and he said in this, uh, this statement, the statement, the court had found good cause to excuse a juror. Davila told the courtroom upon his return. Uh, there were initially no explanation given for excusing the female juror. In chambers, Davila asked the juror, so has this distracted you from listening? The juror said, no. And Davila asked, have you been able to follow and retain everything that is going on in the courtroom? The juror said, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> An alternate juror was selected to join the main bench, The uh, impaneled jury deciding the fate of homes consists of eight men and four women.
3: All right, then. Who's on trial? Right. Exactly. Uh... Exactly. Wouldn't be able to answer any questions. (laughs) Insane. All right. For one
0: luxury car driver in Austria, they failed at the fundamentals of driving and plowed their Lamborghini into a lake. According to the Austrian fire services in the town of Monzi? Uh, officers in the area were called in to recover a Lamborghini Huracan that had driven into the Monzi Lake on Tuesday night. Because and, of it. And police reported that the Lamborghini was being driven by a 31 year old Swiss person who apparently <laughs> forgot which pedal
3: meant stop. And which meant go? Well, that's a basic, I think, especially before you hop into a Lamborghini.
0: Law enforcement... Which one's the go pedal? Law enforcement said that the driver stopped to let their passenger out and then tried to turn the car around next to the lake. It's a beautiful car. They said the driver must have mixed up the brake and the accelerator pedals and drove backwards into the Monzi. Is the Uh, round one the steering wheel? uh, The Lamborghini (laughs) sank about 50 feet from the bank of the lake. feet. Feet. Uh despite the sinking car, the driver was able to escape and swim back to land. They were later taken to a hospital to uh, treat their injuries.
3: I have nuggets in the car.
0: Uh the rescue effort required five fighters, a team of fire department drivers, a tow truck and recovery crane as well. Is this like the third lambo story
3: you've had in I've as had many a few weeks? Later, yeah, yeah. We had
0: one last week, somebody wrecked and just right. abandoned, and then there was one not too long before that. Uh, according to the fire service, the whole ordeal took about three hours to remove the hurricane from the lake. An Amish teen is facing driving driving under the influence charges after an officer stopped his traveling horse and buggy and reportedly found him passed out inside.
3: I originally thought the horse
0: was drunk. Uh, New Wilmington police have charged 19-year-old Enos Byler <laughs> uh, following the stop that occurred around 1.30 a.m. A safety officer noted that uh, the police notified the police that he had been passed, or he had passed the horse, and uh, was going west. There was a horse and buggy, obviously. He saw a male driver who appeared to be
3: unconscious. <laughs> so is the okay? So like it was like the horse was weaving back and forth. No, no. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so the horse is he was probably he's probably doing
0: just fine. Yeah. And the guy drove by him and saw that the the driver <laughs> was completely passed out. A responding officer unsuccessfully tried to stop the horse, and it continued with. The passed out driver inside. And I guess so, you know, here's the deal. It went through a flashing red signal, swerved into an oncoming lane. But for the most part... He knows the way home. Uh, right, let the he horse take you. If you fell yeah. asleep,
4: have the rules evolved with Amish driving vehicles lately? I, I, I thought I saw a Lambos, <laughs> not Lambos, <laughs> certainly right. not around late. Mm. No, I thought I saw an Amish person driving uh, into our building recently. Not into our building, but into our <laughs> parking lot. Um, Hello, brother. Dropping off some um, uh, some elderly uh, people who needed, you know, um, hospital care. I don't. I don't know.
3: That's a good question. Well,
2: remember, but was that person driving? Because remember, yeah. we had somebody who had who was a driver for them and would drive them. For That's right.
4: It was one of those vehicles where, you know, the uh, the wheelchairs could get in and out with the, the right. lifts on the side, yeah. You sure they weren't Mennonite? No. Okay. I'm not sure, so I don't know if the... Uh, that's why I'm asking.
0: What <laughs> are you? Uh, another buggy driver helped the officer to stop the horse and buggy. The officer woke up the buggy driver after a couple of attempts, noting that uh, he and the buggy smelled of alcohol. Had some cider, brother. Uh, Byler ignored the officer's repeated request in an order for him to get out of the buggy, and the state police were summoned for assistance. Byler had a half case of Coors Light in the buggy. Wow. And he Is that the p- choice of the Amish? told police that he had drank nine of them. Uh, Byler's father was called to take the buggy home. Byler agreed to a blood alcohol test, which, according to a hospital report, showed that his blood level was 0.162%. The illegal limit is 0. 0.08, so he's pretty <sighs> schnockered.
3: I wonder if any Amish person has ever been given an ankle monitor. Oh, yeah. That's, right?
0: That's a good question. How do you do that? How do you do that? That's You're gonna breathe into the horse's face?
3: <laughs> yeah. You put a straw in the horse's mouth and breathe into it. Shocker. Uh. Right, I do mean, wh- how, how did, what does it transmit to? One last story.
0: <laughs> uh, out of Florida, officials say a man is being held without bond in Marion County for shooting and killing his neighbor over an argument about a cat. Clifton Anthony Bliss Jr. was arrested on Wednesday after detectives say he became angry when his neighbor's cat enters his property. Uh, during the investigation, detectives said that Bliss retrieved his firearm, told his neighbor, James Arlen Taylor, that he was going to shoot the cat. Deputy said that Taylor asked him to not shoot the cat, so the dude turned and shot and killed the neighbor. Oh. Whoa. Bliss faces second-degree homicide charges, so... Shoot the cat. He's insane. And Jesus. There you go. That is what we have in... The Bizarre File for now, my friend. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come back in a moment. Don't forget, as we get closer to 9 o'clock, we have a very cool concert announcement. We're very cool. I shouldn't say concert announcement. We have a very cool announcement. It does involve a concert, but we'll get into the details in a bit. We think you're going to enjoy it. Back in just a moment. Stay with us. You know,
7: we couldn't do the Camp Out for Hunger without all our sponsors. They make it happen. We couldn't do it without them. 93.3 WMMR. Highlighting our valued partners, the local businesses who donate products and services that help make Camp Out for Hunger happen. Hey, guys,
10: it's Michael here from Kelly's Amusements, and we're proud to be part of our eighth Camp Out this year. For us, it all started with a call from Keith. He's like, yo, you guys got that game where you shoot out the star with the BBs? Preston loves that game. We were like, of course we did. But we also have this pretty cool ride that we'd like to bring that we call the Can Drop. So ever since that call from Casey, we've been spending a week with everyone down at Camp Out, giving out rides. But what we find the most fun is being part of the Camp Out for Hunger Can Drop Challenge. So on behalf of everybody at Skelly's Amusements, we
1: hope you guys have the best year ever. See you guys. See you Preston. See you Steve. Have a great one. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger.
9: Find out how you can make a difference at WMMR.com.
7: This message brought to you by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.
0: Uh, I'm going to share a little personal story. We've been waiting,
3: if you uh, don't mind.
2: I have no idea what like what could have happened. Well,
3: you tipped your hand a little bit. Well, you didn't tell us exactly what happened, but you indicated yesterday as we were having our conference call, which we do, you know, before on uh, Sunday night and all the way through to Friday, you had something that was, and you you didn't even mince words. You said it's the most painful experience of your life.
0: Yeah, so I I was having a great weekend. Uh, Friday was a blast. We had uh, we celebrated uh, Rochelle's birthday. Her birthday is on is uh, this coming Wednesday, but we're going to be traveling Chicago, right. so I wanted to have a little get together. So I got to thank Kathy's. Uh, fall Activities List and Max and Sam at Picture Book Picnics and Parties. Oh. Uh, they I, I had them come out and set up this picnic, this outdoor picnic. In was it a, awesome?
3: It was
2: fantastic.
0: Oh, I got to try that. Uh, it, was it, so cool.
2: it looked great.
0: And I just took one picture yeah. and, and showed you that. But our buddy uh, Brian from Course Photography was, was a neighbor of ours. And, and so he came over and, of course, he brought his camera and took some great pictures. And I'll, I'll be posting those on social media. But uh, it was excellent. We had this beautiful outdoor picnic party And so much fun, Friday night, friends and everything. Uh, And then Saturday uh, morning, 8 a.m., I just roll out of bed. It was actually before then I rolled out of bed. I go downstairs, and I just have uh, I was a little bit hungry, so I just had one tiny little cup of cereal and a cup of coffee, all right? And uh, and then I had a little kind of rumbling in my gut, and uh, I go to do my business— on, yeah, on my my constitutional to make a boom, boom. on the turlet. Yeah, and and I go and I and I do my business. I do a little bit of my business, right. and then all of a sudden I feel this cramp uh, in my gut, in my oh lower no. lower left side, and uh, it it hurt quite a bit. I'm like, wow, okay. Uh, and then a couple minutes later, it happened again, mm. and it got more severe uh. as it kept going. And it kept going and going and going. And Rochelle is, is asleep. And I eventually, about a half hour of, of dealing with this pain, I wake her up. I'm like, "Hannah, i I'm in a lot of pain. I'm like, this This is really hurting a lot. Oh, yeah. And so I made her aware of that. And I go and I sit on the couch. And I'm sitting there for a few minutes and it happens again. And I'm like, okay. And I get up and I start to head for the bathroom and I couldn't even make it. I hit the ground and I fell down in a fetal position. I was in so much pain, oh Jesus! My God. And I would just—I couldn't move. And and I had—and I stayed in that position on my hands and knees for about forty-five minutes or so. Uh, like I couldn't—I couldn't, I couldn't just move. on the floor. Yeah, I was on the floor because each time this pain started to happen, I started to sweat profusely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My mouth started to water. I felt like I was going to pass out and I wanted to vomit. Mm. And it kept going on and going on and going on. And eventually, I'm like, she's like, you want to go to the hospital? I'm like, no, I don't want to go to the hospital. Mm. Well, after about three hours of this. Oh, three hours? Yeah, I'm like. It's time
4: to go. We, did you, we we gotta go. So so she calls Doctor Mike. Sorry, did you try taking anything like emodium Im- or or no. tums or anything like that? But okay. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: took uh, I took uh, I didn't want to take uh, like tums because I knew it was it was down deeper than that. It was right. intestinal, it wasn't stomach. Uh, so I did take. Uh, and what and, do you take for intestinal? Right. Yeah, I took yeah. an anti gas thing in case there was some kind of gas problem that I was having. That stuff is
3: anything gas related. If you have like profound gas issues. Uh, it 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 can feel like a heart attack. It can yeah. feel like food poisoning. It can feel like everything. So did you vomit at all? Yeah. Uh,
0: eventually. Okay. So so we get doctor. Want Mike. more cereal? We get Doctor Mike on the phone, and uh, so he's telling us he's like, okay, uh, yeah, you definitely need to go to the hospital, and uh, Grandview Hospital is closest to us. He said yes, and he said they've got a good you know surgical staff there right. if if it, if it needs to be that. Um, he asked what side, you know, I said it was the left side. So he knew it wasn't my appendix, which is your right side. Unless your
3: appendix had traveled. Unless it took yeah. a little trip over that way.
0: And, um, so he's, his concern was that I might have diverticulitis. Right. Okay. So we get to the emergency room. I'm sitting, thankfully there was nobody in the waiting room. I'm sitting there, Kathy, and that's when I started puking. Oh,
2: in the waiting room In of the, room the waiting room, not-
0: exactly. And oh, as oh another boy. couple came in to get checked in and I'm sitting there with a, with a, a trash can bucket We had to wait a little. We had to wait a little while because the I guess they were busy, but everybody was already in the ER, not in the waiting room. Okay, so uh, so I'm puking in this thing. A couple comes in, and I'm just
11: (laughs) no. no, Let me. Okay, so it's
0: reverberated when you have a trash can. So I've got the trash can here. (laughs) You know, I'm like screaming in this trash can. Eventually, they come in to get me. They go wheel. They wheel me by this couple checking in, and I just go. I go sorry for the show. (laughs) I said that to them. They bring me back in. They get me set up. They, they're like, okay, they're checking me out. They're drawing the blood. They're doing all the things they need to do. Asking me the questions and so on. And uh, they're going to need to take me for a CAT scan to take a look at my gut and see what see what they can find out. And uh, so the
3: pain is still constant all the oh time. Oh my god, yes, all the
0: time yes, getting so worse. It had settled down for a little oh, while, yeah. uh, and and it wasn't coming on as often, uh, but eventually. Uh, they they wheel me down the hall and get me to get the CAT scan, which was we were waiting for. I was in that bed for a good close to two hours, probably. Oh, seems
3: like forever. I've been there. It, I've been there. It was that yeah. long? You know, they they
0: were busy. They ended up having to stack people in the hallway because oh they ran goodness. out of rooms. It was it was a, a pretty steady day in the ER. And so, uh, so they take me in, and they, and they they give me the CAT scan. They they wheel me back, and I'm in the room we're waiting another like half hour, forty minutes, or whatever. And they come back in, and I'm expecting to hear you know diverticulitis yeah. or something like that. And you guys are going to have a field day with this. Oh no! But I was just, it was severe constipation.
3: Wow! Is what it was like really? an impacted? It was colon. Just, I
0: was just full of crap. Oh, I, was I thought full, you were.
2: Fully going for food poisoning? Of,
0: no, I was just. It was. That's so, what I thought. I thought it was, was going to be kidney stones. That's no, what dude. I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it was just. I was so full of poop. Oh, you Elvis. were like.
6: You were like Elvis. That's a it relief.
0: Was, but but let me no. Okay. It, oh, and by Elvis way, Elvis died that way. The Wait, they gave me morphine. That's how. Oh, that's yes. How pain wow. I was in. Seriously? I forgot about that part. Yeah, they knocked no me one, up with morphine.
6: Of course, oh you forgot God. about it. Oh man.
0: <gasps> but I'm telling you, any time that I tried to sit down, to go to the bathroom. Anytime I bared down to try and make something move, that cramp would happen. It would, st- it would start to tighten up like a fist, like a knot, and then it would feel like a knife was being jabbed into my gut. And I mean, when I when I say it was unbearable... I could, you know, I was almost crying. I was sweating. No, I know. close to passing out. I I almost fainted several times from the pain alone. I I
3: hear you. I've had... I was trying to breathe through it. That wasn't working. I assume it's similar because I, or at least what you're describing was very similar to the first time I ever had food poisoning.
2: I agree with you, Steve.
3: I mean, it... Was unrelenting. They they took uh, they, I, I guess they took a CAT scan or whatever they took of me. They they basically said my intestines had had sort of knotted. Mm-hmm. They gave that's what it, feel, it feels yeah, like. They gave me morphine for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I slept for two days.
2: So you didn't when when you were telling the story when you went to go upstairs to go to the bathroom, you didn't actually go to the bathroom because you got the pain.
3: When I first in the morning, yeah, I, I, just a tiny bit, just a little bit. So what did they? A few little poopies came what did out. They, that was it. What what do they do? What do they do to um, to open up the flow of fecalness?
0: Not much. I mean, really, they just gave me some uh, magnesium, Uh, magnesium, yeah, and they said go home and take this. Uh So when it
3: all dislodged, was it
0: like a hang on? It so so on the ride home, on the ride home, when I tell you I was delirious (laughs) from pain, I couldn't even like I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm going, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, like, my head's rolling around. My eyes are rolling back in my head. Uh-huh. I was in severe pain. I'm like, just get me home, get me home, get me home. And because I wanted to try to go to the bathroom when I got home, I tried. Again, the pain. It was just excruciating. And by this, by the way, this whole time I'm thinking about, you know, I do the stuff with um, uh, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Yes, yes. These people. What they put up with. That deal with this chronic pain. I, my, I have... St- even more tremendous respect for you i don't know how you deal with it so anyway i go home and i take this magnesium citrate now read on it said can take 30 minutes to six hours uh to to fully you know start to work on you and the way that stuff works is it's not it doesn't loosen things up it essentially just engages your bowels it makes them work yeah makes them push okay so i take this stuff and i'm laying there for hours oh in pain God. all day and I'm like it's not
3: working it's not working was there any was and, there, and were there it, any brief moments where you got caught a little bit of because really? I, I remember yeah. I remember during the food poisoning I was <laughs> my wife was there with you know she <laughs> I had this whole story associated with that because I I'd left without her knowledge we were just dating at the time it's like a fourth date and she comes to the hospital, and and uh, you know, and and uh, you just start. You oh, I mean, end up like almost like you're you're talking in tongues. Oh no, yeah, 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 totally.
0: I was I was being incoherent. Right, right. It. I did pass out a couple times, sleeping yeah. wise, where I was like I would settle down for a little bit, and I was able to. Just, I was so exhausted, yeah, in pain, yeah. pain all day, and uh, and so this is going on and on and on. And I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, this is not working. It's mm. not working. I've used this stuff before. It yeah. makes you pee out of your butt, is yeah. what it does. All right, so nothing's happening, and I eventually, uh, we get Dr. Mike on the phone. He's on hold. We're going to go to him in just a second. And he said, well, you know what? Have you guys tried, uh, and I love talking about this on the radio, have you, have you <laughs> oh, tried God. an tried An yeah. Enema. Yeah. yeah. And I was hesitant to do that because there was already so much pressure. I didn't want to put any more pressure right. in there. He recommends it, and I'm like, I'm in too much pain to do this, okay? About. So, so I wait, and I wait. I try to go one more time. Kathy, this time I just puked my guts out. Oh. I was in so much pain. And right after I got I got done vomiting, I'm like, all right, the nausea wave is passed. I'm like, Rochelle, get in here. Yeah. I got on my knees, shoved that thing that up my butt. That is
2: love. That is total <laughs> love.
0: <laughs> Shove that thing up my butt, squeeze that liquid in there, hold it in for like five minutes. I go and explode it on the toilet. But it wasn't even relief. Like the pain kept going throughout the night. Well, you
3: really? um, You have oh, to yeah. realize how much in a normal... How much crap? Like with Elvis, they basically pulled out the the, the transcontinental cable out of yeah.
0: his ass I, when, we had, after he died. We had to do the adamant twice. Oh my god! And it, and it kept going on. I I don't know how much crap came out of me. It was unbelievable. And did you save it even throughout the night? Like, I'm like, my stomach, my, my intestines were still bothering me. I uh, thought as soon as it would pass, uh, I'd be like, oh. No.
2: No, because your body is, like, going through something. And it's trying I, to survive. When
0: I tell you, it's the most pain I've experienced. The pain, most painful thing I ever had, I guess you told you about, is when I had a cyst removed. Right. And they lanced it. The but that was, that was instantaneous. That was, that was you know, a, yeah. a few minutes of pain. This was all day, severe pain, all
4: day long. It was horrible was there any point in the process while you were at the hospital where they considered admitting you for the night no and okay so if nope. they had would that have helped at all with any of the procedures probably, probably could,
3: could not. they knock you out? Could they come? Mama said, "Knock you out." Could they knock you out <laughs> I don't know. with the morphine and just because?
2: But probably for when, what he had, they weren't going to do that. I know
3: because right. I guess probably they have to monitor and get feedback. But for me, when that when I had that food poisoning, they gave me that morphine and put me out. Doesn't for two t- days? Doesn't morphine make you constipated? As it well? does.
4: That's what yeah. they told me. It, it can make it worse. Well, I, was, I
3: had food oh. poisoning, so I wasn't oh. constipated. Right. I'm not <laughs> asking about you. I'm asking yeah. about Preston. So,
0: so listen. I was just. Uh, I was. Uh, it was horrible. I am even today yesterday all day yesterday, I was afraid to eat well because I didn't want anything going back through there again and and having to deal with that pain again. okay, <clears throat> so
2: that's my question. what is the root cause of this can you can know. you trace it to anything? Why were you so constipated? Are you uh, getting
0: enough fiber in your diet uh, I don't know I don't know you want to talk to Dr. Mike yeah. what are you say all right, Dr. Mike is on the line, Mike Sirigliano. Cer- See, I can't even speak right. I'm still mm. out of whack. Yep. But yes, all your smarts were in your poop. Fox 29 and Penn Medicine. Dr. Mike, good morning, sir.
13: You know... It's a good thing that you have a a doctor for the entire show, yes. because it's like you're you're a trust fund, the gift that keeps giving so uh so uh, Preston when you have a change in bowels like this and and I don't know can can I say that you had a colonoscopy? Yes, feel free, Dr.
0: Years... Mike, I give you complete yes uh, freedom uh, right, to okay, speak of okay, my medical condition
13: all right, right. right. So so Sanctus sanc about nine years ago, you had a completely normal colonoscopy. And that was the first thing I looked at to make sure that there was nothing weird going on. But when you have a change in bowels like this, even if it was as simple as a fecal impaction, that's where the the stool gets so hard, it's like cement, and and makes it hard for you to evacuate. So that's why uh, I sent you to the ER, because it could be a number of things. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was hoping it wasn't anything uh, uh, horrendous, but When it comes down to it, uh, we work from below. That's why we did the enemas, and I was a little nervous about uh, continuing to give you stuff from above because then it can make you feel distended, and if you're not going, then you can get into worse trouble, and you would have ended up back in the ER again. Man. uh, given all of that, I think one you need to increase the fiber in your diet but but secondly when you're done with the uh, hall of fame and the camp out for hunger, your ass is mom? <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. you always will be, Mike. You're going to get a colonoscopy, I know. Big Daddy. Okay? Because yeah. the bottom line is...
3: I just had two. <laughs>
13: what, what? Well, I know. Well, Steve, yeah. you know, you're another one. I
3: give you a special dispensation.
13: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, colon is being looked at. Everybody, um, and and rightfully so. I mean, uh, when you have a change in your bowels, and this is so so important for everybody listening. If you have a change in your bowels, or you have unintentional weight loss, or you have blood in your stool, you can't just assume it's a hemorrhoid. You've got to take it seriously because the incidence of colon cancer is going up, mm. it's even in young people. But uh, this. Could have been uh, simply that you had a fecal impaction and it caused problems. But I was worried about uh, th- th- all kinds of things. Right. Well, have- yeah,
3: don't, don't make his mind race now. But but I mean, I think ultimately, uh, so so a lot of this can be avoided if you see this crop up from uh, time to time. Doctor Mike, um, it, it, does it usually, at least in a more innocuous level, pertain to the amount of fiber in someone's diet?
13: Well is an important part of this and i think that the american diet for the most part uh many times lacks fiber you know we're all processed we're eating processed foods and and that's why we have diverticulosis Uh uh, which are these outpouchings of the colon uh and they can sometimes get Inflamed and infected, leading to a condition known as diverticulitis and that 's what I was worried about right uh, but uh, you know food poisoning i 've never seen it present with uh, uh, significant constipation i i suppose it could, but usually with food poisoning, you are just vomiting and puking and have diarrhea and a lot of other uh, symptoms it didn 't really strike me as food poisoning; it struck me more uh, as an abdominal process and and uh so you have to take abdominal pain is like chest pain. You can't fool with it. Uh, you can't just like try an enema. You have to go and get checked out and get the CAT scan and make sure that uh, everything's uh, OK and not a serious condition.
3: Could this be pertained to Preston's diet, which is he eats adventure and danger for breakfast? <laughs>
0: Hey, well, listen. I actually do have a question for Doctor Mike. So the the times that I've had a similar sensation, but not this kind of outcome, before, but when I've had that kind of cramping thing, and it's been years since I've had an issue with with that, uh, something like that. It's been. I seem to remember eating pasta having that in common, but I've eaten pasta for ages and never had a problem with that. You know what I mean? But it seems like each time I've had that happen, it's been with that pasta could be the issue. Common denominator
13: was it was it a uh a high protein pasta was it something uh different no. out of the ordinary kind Yo, I'm no. Italian no. i know my pasta no. Not really. <laughs> but, you
3: know, Mike knows it, his pasta but,
13: knows. but the but the, the, i think i think and and the colonoscopy will will seal the deal for us uh, uh, uh it, it it's possible that you were dehydrated maybe you ate uh, too much in mm. the way of things that could lead to a, uh, a, a constipation, and, and that's what happened to you. Mm. But um, I, I think the the enemas now, you it, folks, you can't just go do an enema no. uh, because if right. you have diverticulitis, that would be a nightmare from hell. Okay. Uh, so so this was the kind of thing where you had to have a CAT scan to make sure things are right, and follow it up with a colonoscopy. Okay. In fact, I'll bring the colonoscopy no, thank you. That would be
3: awesome. The Chicago? Yeah. Name? Oh, Hall of Fame. The one that I <laughs> On the state, No one <laughs> would ever forget that.
13: That's the Top one. Top that poll, Harvey. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, look, I'll wait until three hours, and another one of you will call me. <laughs> <laughs> right. I
3: called him last yeah. night. <laughs> All right, quick, quick question. Before you go, Mike, before I ju- uh, so We're things like MetaMuso, would they would they work for uh, Preston?
13: Yeah, uh, I, I like uh, uh, soluble fiber. Uh, there, there's, um, uh, I think it's Benefiber. I think it's the name of it. But there's there's a number of, uh, of fiber products that you can take. But I mean, I would uh, uh, do things. I, one, I would definitely stay hydrated, drink plenty of fluid. He does. And, and make sure that you increase the fiber in your diet. And, and uh, you can call later. My nutritionist <laughs> is here, and she can talk to you about the best dietary approach for now. Okay. Uh, but uh, again, we, we've got to look up there and make sure there's nothing else going on. All right, I'll let you get.
0: Are
1: you having a problem with your BMs? Yeah, I'll
0: let you get up there, Mike. <laughs> you, you know you
13: have an open. Well, invitation. I don't go up there. <laughs> I, 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 you don't I'll go all the way the up there. You it. go really into a couple <laughs> knuckles, but that's all about it. Only to my wrist. Only to his elbow. Love you, Dr. Mike. (laughs) Love (laughs) You. you. I will see it. you.
2: Well, that's why, he, that's why he's a good doctor. So he'll he's going to check you, obviously, yeah. for all the medical things mm-hmm. to make sure that you're okay. But the, the diet is really important, and you should call to talk to the nutritionist because as much as he's going to do and do testing, you've got to take care of yourself. And Absolutely. that's obviously fiber is an issue. You typically eat pretty healthy, but maybe, you know, you, you do need to add more fiber in. You
7: listen, maybe I've, you need I've to up used, your ice cream quotient. No. I've used those <laughs> substitutes. I've used those those fiber substitutes yeah. when I've had issues,
0: and they don't seem to do change much in the way and that, that I Okay, so and then Over, This sounds like this I mean, like sounds like month. you're
3: watching Matlock. <laughs> I and these know. Are the com- I'm sorry. These are the commercials that would air Listen, during Matlock. I'll tell you this though, Metamucil. Jesus Christ! I know, dude. Metamucil works. I, mean, I, I use it. Let's, a- and then w- when I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching Andy, uh, you know, solve the crime. the crime as Matlock. <laughs> I, Jesus. I Craig. prefer murder show, Yeah, murder right. But I wasn't talking yeah.
2: about supplements. I'm talking about actual food. And if you change okay. that over time, if that is only the only issue you're dealing with, it will help you.
0: Let's go to the hero, uh, the one who oh, administered poor thing. said enemas. <laughs> we have my lovely wife, Rochelle, the birthday girl, who's on the line. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday.
8: Hey. hey, how are you?
5: <laughs> Wonderful. what do you want to share, so, hon? I I wanted to say it was like watching you go through labor and give birth multiple times. Mm-hmm, like wow. it was <laughs> he was like passing out or like leaning up against a a stool in the bathroom. I mean it was intense. Oh,
0: I, had, so
5: I, I I really felt bad for you.
0: We had this in one of our powder rooms. We yeah. have this little kind of like uh, it's a small like desk thing that we can set uh uh, uh, magazines and stuff. Right, I, right, yeah. I scooted that over in front of me. I'm like, honey, bring me a pillow. And I just had it in front of me and I stayed on the toilet wow. with wow. my head on it. I've and been by there. the way, I didn't say anything, but I'm doubled over in pain and Michelle's yeah. going, wow, it's like you're going through birth. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> Don't throw the I went through childbirth thing at me right now, honey. Don't do that.
3: Yeah, I didn't
0: say that. But yeah, I was I know. thinking that. But but
3: it, it, but it was true.
0: I was thinking about. I'm like, oh my god, women, God bless you. I have no no concept. Yeah, how can you do it? But
3: you. But the worst thing, also from your point of view, Rochelle, is that you you the person you love. You know, you hate to see them go through that, and you can't do anything. You know, other than just provide you know, basic comfort. It's it's ultimately frustrating for you too. Well,
5: and what we were missing was Kathy watching the birth. <laughs> uh,
0: she's there for Caroline. Thank you for
5: not inviting you me to that this
0: one. one. You want to go? Want to see a poop baby get born, dude? As okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna share something. How can I do this delicately? As I am fully naked, yeah, on my hands and knees in the bathroom. With my head down, by the way, and my butt up in the air. Right. And my view, I'm looking back underneath. Right. And I see everything swinging back there. I'm thinking to myself, I wonder what this looks like from the other side, the view that my (laughs) wife has of this right now. Oh, my God. This is so hot.
4: (laughs) I'm into this.
0: (laughs) I am... It was... Uh, There's no more vulnerable position than that. Um,
3: You you, got to jump in, especially, I think it's actually in the marriage agreement. And she stayed with
0: me the entire time, all day long, did not leave my side once. Uh The entire time, she is the best person in the world. The best person I know. I love you, honey, and happy birthday. That was for you,
3: yes. And for that, I I got you an impacted cold. Right? (laughs) Uh, Guess what I got you? An impacted Going, oh my God! All right, I'll talk to you later.
5: All right, love you,
0: bye. All right, love you, bye, bye. Oh my God, it was it was so messed up. I was in so much excruciating pain all day long.
3: So when it finally, oh. when it finally, as you said, kicked in. I mean, are you finally were able to evacuate? A bit, uh, and when did you first breathe we- your sigh of okay? I'm on the other side of this. Well, before I, I answer that, before when I was evacuating, it was like machine gun fire. Oh, really? With,
8: ram, 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 ram,
0: ram, ram, hitting the water, it was. Oh my god! Uh, you know what? I thought it was. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be immediate re- relief. It wasn't, and I went through like three sessions on the toilet that were big like that. Yeah. And I was still, as I was getting ready
3: to go to bed, I'm like, man, it still doesn't feel right. But there was less pressure, at least. Were you able to set up a sleeping situation on the toilet? Uh, no, I was You know, not. with the reverse, where you I, put the pillow on top of the tank? I should have done that.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I, I, until, and yesterday, even all day, if, as I was just eating, like, a couple of crackers here and there. And even today, you, you're I'm, afraid? I'm still feeling some rumbling down there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, man, don't do this again. Please don't do this again. And I haven't I haven't gone again since right. then. And I'm like, is this gonna, is it already building up? Is this going to happen well, again?
2: Your apple a day is good. That has a decent. It's amount got of fiber fi- in it, it. Has a yeah. decent amount of fiber in it. Yeah,
0: I eat that every day. I eat get, a fair amount of fiber.
3: Get what Mike said. The 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 drinkable solution. I know. Put on Matlock or <laughs> Diagnosis Murder no, with I, Dick Van Dyke. Yep.
2: I think whatever you eat, you should make, so- like, you should get avocado. You should get, you know, Buy gold beans. coins,
3: as William Devane tells us. Father Downing mysteries. Father Show Downing my mysteries. Yeah. And then uh, you then find out that, uh, that, that somebody, a friend of yours, passed away but didn't have life insurance. And then you'll complete the commercial arc <laughs> on Matlock.
0: I'm going to go to a couple of calls, if you don't mind. This is uh, Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Good morning. Nancy, you're on the air. Hi. I think Nancy sat down the phone. She's doing some work. Nancy, are you there? Maybe she's got this. I think she literally (laughs) sat down the phone. Yep, Nancy. Nancy, she on the toilet? Nan. I'm gonna put her back on. Nancy. I'm gonna go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Good morning.
10: Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good
0: man. What's up, buddy?
10: So years ago good. So years ago I used to uh I used to compete like uh bodybuilding and stuff. And oh, let me yeah. tell you, like I started. It's all about first of all you gotta switch up the bourbon for water. You can't drink <laughs> bourbon all the time. <laughs> all right. I'm not and, drinking it all the
3: time, man. I do <laughs> I what a big <laughs> I don't drink it all the time.
6: Just days that end in water. So,
10: so when I changed up my diet, I wasn't eating, eating fiber. So I was told to go on fiber and water. Also, um, I had that pain. It was like somebody just like stabbed me, like like right above you know my junk, and I'm like, oh my god! So I read online. I went and got magnesium citrate. Yeah, it was like Niagara Falls. They just like came out like. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what he was know? saying.
3: He say so. Preston was saying earlier that he had, he 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 had tried it, but he did not get that reaction. It was it was you know, inadequate.
0: Oh. You know when it kicked in. After, thanks for your call. After the, the bourbon. At, no, not after the bourbon. So after after the animas and all <laughs> yeah. that stuff, and that cleared through the rest of the night. Right. It was like a waterfall. And so, that was the magnesium citrate. So it was kind of blocking it. Like it couldn't even get in would there. Would
3: something anymore. like, uh, well, not Dr. Oh. Microsoft, but would like Miralax or Ducalax or any of the well, laxes. I used that yesterday. Okay. And I'm supposed to use that again today. All right. But
0: uh, yeah, so I've got to continue doing that. Let's try Nancy again, see if she's on. Hey, Nancy. No, I think we lost her permanently. All right, let me go uh, to let me go to Jim. Hey, Jim, good morning.
10: Hey, how are you doing this morning?
0: Good. What's up, buddy?
10: Hey, look. Uh, about uh, a few years back, I had uh, hernia, hernia surgery. I had an umbilical hernia repaired. Yeah. So, so I come home. They give me the pain meds. I guess the opioids they make you tight. So I yeah. come home and I go to the bathroom and I sit down and it, it felt. If I was going to compare it to something, it felt like that. Uh, that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark with the big ball rolling down through the cave. Okay, I could feel it coming out and all of a sudden it stopped right at the door.
3: <laughs> now let me ask you, when you took a dump did you have to place a bag on a scale?
10: <laughs> yeah. So, so I call him, I call, I'm call. i sitting on the toilet calling him and I can't crap and I call a nurse and she says put your finger up there. I'm oh, <gasps> okay, alright. Okay, yeah. I swear to God, that's what she said. He in,
3: in inadvertently called the dry <laughs> cleaner. <laughs>
10: I, call I don't myself. know, don't put the finger up there. So, so how... i the enema. I stand in the bathtub. She sticks the enema in. She says, hold your cheeks. Now, first of all, that thing has an exit-only sign on it. But she's inserting this thing. Stand in the tub. I, she says, hold it. I don't
0: know
3: if I can continue on this know. story. we were like, yeah. we're yeah. dancing on the edge here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, did so you, did so you, I, did I, let me ask you. I won't jump over the edge. Did, so did, jump, Jim, I did you eventually... On he's on a tear. Jim, did you eventually evacuate? Did it eventually work? What's that? Did, did you eventually go? Did you crap? Did, 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 did the animal work?
10: Oh my God, like a school bus driving out of my token. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. And did okay. it ever happen again? No, not, it was the surgery.
3: It was the, uh, the, opio- the uh, I guess, yeah. the pulse. So, that's what, so you bring up a good point. When I had my, my prostate surgery, Thanks, Jesus Christ, it sounds, sounds so hard. I know, dude. When I had that surgery, uh, you you could, any of those things, any painkillers will cause constipation. You think Jim tells that story at Thanksgiving? Yes, <laughs> yes yeah. I, I do. Yeah. Well, listen, I got around, kids. <laughs> he's been using the Indiana Jones
0: reference for a while. I got that, a definitely that a big
3: boulder rolling out my ass. That sounded well. <laughs> well. <laughs> Then the worst part was there's one part where I take a crap, an arrow started started fighting over from each side of the wall. No, but I mean it, it, I was, it does feel like that. But he was right, Jim. It, it's like oh my
0: god. I was hesitant to even bring this up on a number of, of uh, for a number of reasons that that it sounds like old man radio yeah, yeah. and and it's very graphic in nature. But I'm telling you, just because of the pain I experienced, I wanted to commiserate with those who have been through it because I've never. I've never experienced anything like it. actually, no, I have, but in smaller doses. right. I've never experienced it to that extreme before for that or, many hours. For that length of time, man, it was from 8 a.m until I fell asleep at like 1:30 in the morning where I was just dealing with all this.
3: So in the ballpark again, to relate, and let me see if this resonates with you, I I was doubled over on the on the bathroom floor with the food poisoning the second time I bi- I must have during the night bit down on my own lip. And when I woke up, I had, like, Mm. vampire trails of blood that had dried on my face. I, I, like, I lost an entire chunk of, like, 48 hours because of the pain. And that's, so when you talk, when Mike was talking about that stuff, the gas or the, uh, I mean, so Elvis died, as we said before, from an impacted colon. It had actually turned white, apparently. I I think he ended up, like, it it caused
0: a heart attack. uh, Yeah. Or it was, I think, Uh he was probably dealing with so much pain that it that it he went into cardiac arrest because of because I'm telling you, man, when I, when it, when those cramps were hitting, I, it was like clockwork. You know, my body heat goes yeah. up, I start sweating, uh, my mouth, I started drooling yeah. like a, like sweat, you know, and then I started feeling nauseous and lightheaded. Leaned over, I'm talking to myself. I'm yeah. saying, not again, not again, please come on, man. Yeah, like I'm talking to my own body, going, don't do this to me, you know. And it was just it was a cycle all day long. Uh, Let me go to Claire. Hey, Claire, good morning.
5: Uh, Oh, hi. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, Yes. I can.
5: Okay. I'm going to try to make it quick. I had a similar incident. I ate some very bad food, rushed to the hospital. They told me I had a blocked bowel Mm. and that they were going to give me a couple of hours to uh, get a surgeon together, blah, blah, blah. Thankfully, it just cleared itself. No kidding. I home and it was fine. But anyway, I ate tempura and an entire sleeve of Oreos.
3: <laughs> was that under doctor's recommendations? <laughs> I'm going to write your prescription for Oreos.
5: Uh, so anyway, I want to warn you. Sometimes I listen to you guys and I listen to what you're eating, what they're bringing in the station. <laughs> you, you guys eat like a, you eat some bad food. But my no, final do- well, we don't. Sit well, here to be and honest, no, on that stuff. Y- this, we, we,
0: yeah. we will sample it when they bring it in. We're not. We're not. You know. No. I, I know what you're saying, though. Uh, you're right. There's a lot of fried food that comes in here, and yeah, but absolutely.
5: Wanna, so anyway, the my my final comment is: if I am completely cured of any issue, if this at all, by adding one thing to my diet. Hmm? So I suggested right in the supermarket. You can get a little bag of flaxseed. Flax. Seeds.
3: flax seeds. I've heard flaxseed. Okay. Yes. And chia seeds
5: are good too. It's flat F L A K, I think. But anyway, so if I'm having toast or I'm having yogurt, I sprinkle anything. I sprinkle a little bit of that in whatever I'm eating, and I like seeds and nuts, that sort of thing. Anyway, I'm telling you, cured. Try it.
3: Okay. Okay. All right. Thank blow you. Blow that blow that O ring right out, Preston. Appreciate it. Oh man, <laughs> you do a core dump. But listen, she and, and when when the when the doctor
0: came in and told me the problem, yeah. I'm like, okay, so go, all right, we got blood work back everything's completely clean i mean you're, you're fantastic in that yeah. department the cat scan no diverticulitis none of that but she goes you're just constipated and, it lit, and mike's my yeah. response was really that's what i said i'm that, like yeah that's it so are that, you serious i'm in this extreme pain because of that, that? Yeah. and i came in here and i took up a bed in your emergency room because of that this is what i'm thinking i right. didn't say not all knowing that. yeah and and i'm like i felt like such a a tool yeah. uh, for being there in the first place because of that. What are you going to
3: do? You I didn't know. know. I was in extreme pain. You, you didn't want to play wheel wheel of uh, of uh, abdominal issues. I know.
6: Would you try a colonic if that no. was recommended? Uh, if I'd do
0: anything if it was recommended. I it, Anything at that time to get me out of that pain, I would absolutely do it. But I've never heard a doctor recommend that. That's
6: what I was going to ask Dr. Mike. I'm curious because I know people who really like them.
0: A high colonic?
6: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get it I, all I don't know. cleaned
0: out. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know, know what the medical viability of those are, but I know that people do them. But um, there are
3: people who overdo the, uh, they'll do that and they'll overdo the enema stuff. Like they'll do oh, a medicinal yeah. enema like every other day, or I don't, maybe some people do it every day. It's like, I don't know how thrilled I am with jamming a hose in the bunghole. You I don't. Know. I don't
0: think that's good for you. I, I don't I think, think so. Be, I've, I've heard that it's not good to get addicted to something like that. Which I hear you actually yeah. can. Believe it or not, it's but a I, sad
3: I, thing to see them down an alleyway, pressed with the right. animals. You're right, <laughs> selling hey, them uh, out of a coat. You got an extra animal,
0: man. Uh, but it was, um, yeah, man. It was, it was intense. And that uh, sounds horrible. And yeah, today so you're you're still a little a little skittish. It sucked and I was going to plan the weekend, you know, getting getting ready for the camp out for Hunger right. and all this stuff like getting all of these my, oh, and yes. I did nothing. I oh, mean, yeah. I did nothing all weekend long. But just sit in bed, and it was... Uh, Not good. It was horrible. So, anyhow, there you go. Thought I'd share my wonderful weekend Wait, with
3: you here. Judging by the calls, there are many have been in your shoes, Preston, or in your pants.
0: Right? Yeah, I could go to them, but I yeah. think we've had enough of poop talk, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, But thank you, guys. I appreciate you uh, chiming in <sighs> and being on hold and being ready to go. But I'm, I'm telling you, and with the, you know, like, when I do the stuff with the, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, um, what, what people go through, the, those internal problems that they have it's just I, I i don't know how you can cope and and hopefully they can find a cure for a lot of these ibd uh, issues that uh, that people are dealing with with that let's give away some donuts yay uh, i have dunkin donuts that's good for high in fiber right i, I think don't know softly tasty eat the cardboard box too and if you got a good system they'll be just fine for you uh you can get running at dunkin by the way with two dollar medium iced coffees which is wonderful from 2 Nummy to 6 p.m uh it's your perfect afternoon pick me up uh we'll take caller number 12 and give you a 50 dollar gift card Two one five two six three 263 wmr don't forget, America runs on Duncan, and so do we here at the President's If your price and participation may vary, exclusion, supply, limited time, offer, all that good stuff. We will be back in just a moment. We have an announcement coming up next yeah. that we think you are going to love, so stay with us.
9: Acme Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger Beginning Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live Inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex Your donations are needed to make this year's Camp Out a success And help families struggling with food insecurity You can make a difference right now Visit your local Acme throughout October and November And make a donation at the register when you check out Acme will ensure your generous gift goes to local hunger organizations like Phil Abundance, to provide a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp out for hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first.
0: We have an announcement Yes, today. Drum roll, please, Marissa, if you wouldn't mind. So we are going to roll this out and get you the details that you need to know. And if you pay close attention... Then you probably heard it in a promo that ran right before this announcement, even though it wasn't supposed to. And yes. It is a trip to see Metallica in Las Vegas. That is correct. Uh, Las Vegas, Metallica will be playing with Greta Van Fleet February 25th at Allegiant Stadium, home of the Raiders. And there will be a trip for two to be given away for an MMR VIP member. Very Uh, cool. Tickets, airfare, hotel accommodations at the Rio All Suite Hotel and Casino, plus a pre-show event and whiskey tasting at the venue with Blackened's master distiller, Rob Dietrich. So Blackened is that Metallica brand, and the guy who helped create that is Rob Dietrich. So you're going to be able to... Sit and sample with the guy that is responsible for that.
3: That's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, man. And and you get to go to Vegas and see Metallica. This is pretty badass. So for information about the trip giveaway, all you have to do is go to WMMR.com and type in the keyword Metallica. Uh, One hint is it'll be a Christmas miracle if you win. Uh I wonder what that means. Uh All right. So, uh, but tickets, if you want to buy tickets for the show in Vegas... Uh, It's easy to do. They go on sale uh, this Friday, October 29th. It will be at 1 p.m be a ticket master, and uh, again, the show is February 25th at Allegiant Stadium with Greta Van Fleet Metallica in Las Vegas, and a trip for two to give away if you're an MMR VIP, and that will include uh, tickets, airfare, hotel accommodations, and that'll be at the Rio All Suite Hotel and Casino, plus pre-show whiskey tasting at the venue with Blacken's <laughs> Master Distiller Rob Dietrich.
3: That's freaking crazy. This is the first fly away like this that i can remember in quite a while it's been a while yeah. we haven't done any trips like We're this doing them
0: all the time yep COVID has put a uh you know a, a clamp down on that and things are opening up so now we can dive right back in, back into that and do that so like i said wmmr.com for all the details that's so, excellent it is good stuff absolutely all right so just a little while ago we had a personal story from yours truly yeah, yeah. over the weekend <laughs> You have a personal story from the weekend too, Steve. <laughs> Can't compete with yours,
2: Next man. Next up,
3: I just had—I had a decoration stolen off my porch. That was it. Not like you, but yeah. But I got yes. It sucks. So I, you know, but I just figured I'd uh, uh, make mention of it. Which yeah. one was it? My big demon, who's overseeing everything that—that that is basically, you know, on my front my front yard. There, I always do up a nice display. I like to do it for the neighborhood because. I see all day and all night people coming by, kids coming by and taking pictures, and they really love it.
2: How'd they get by security?
3: Well, it's not like <laughs> it's not like the machine guns would pop up, but I do. I I caught the guy on three different cameras, but he was wearing a a, yeah. a mask and he had like a cap down and the whole thing. Did so it look like a kid. Uh, it looked like a teenager.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, so there's a there's a video I put up on on Twitter. Uh, listen, it's, it was the most dilapidated of my decorations. You know, and it was Yeah, like really,
2: so what? It's yours. Like, I know, I know. You know what I mean? It's so in invasive when they I do I
3: w- I was pissed off because I, I do it for the you know, I like to do it and people seem to really enjoy it. So uh there were much you know, there were a whole bunch of things leading up the steps that were that were untouched. The demon I think was maybe it was on a dare or a bed or something, but came I, I had it all. I had the because of my Xfinity cameras, I had the uh, the time stamp and everything, I knew exactly what had happened. But the guy was, you know, definitely covered over. So because I have also the Xfinity signs all over the
2: place. Did you make a police report?
3: No, because it's that I would I would be stunned if the value of this thing at this point in its current condition is more than 20 bucks. So uh, but Mm. it's just it's just the 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 paint, you know, that to me is annoying because that's clearly something I'm doing because I want to make people I want to people enjoy the time and enjoy Halloween and the whole thing. But I, I like, okay. Well, hey, now man. we're going to ramp it up. <laughs> we're going to ramp up that security. I know home. it's
0: not much, but I mean, you should still, you know, let the police.
3: I, I probably would have let the police know. Just, to, yeah. you know, just, just uh, uh, that's not cool. Uh, it's totally not uh, cool. Yeah, maybe. I, but I'm responding to more important things well, than, and than my ratty-ass demon getting stolen.
2: But you don't have, it's not like you ha- call 911 and take somebody off the street. Like, you can go there and just file a report. That way they have it on record in case it happens anywhere else in the neighborhood. Uh, yeah.
3: Maybe I'll do that. That. But uh, yeah, it was it was just a bummer because again, I I can show you on on the because I have cameras all over the place. People coming by and kids looking up and waving and having a good time, and that's the whole purpose of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, what well, what are you gonna do with it, douchebag? So when you uh, when did you notice you walk out in the morning? and go, out, Where's just, my demon? His carp? Is his little uh, bottom part of his uh, of his demon robe was on the on this, the the deck? I'm like, well, maybe he blew off the, oh, the right man. right. Where where is he? And yeah I I was, I I was panicked, and I said, "Oh, you run on the River. And I jumped on the Xfinity app, and I'm going through the different things, and I'm, I'm like cSIing this son of a bitch, and I'm going through the different you know, camera angles and so on and so forth. And I got him clearly. It was at twelve o two in the morning uh, on you know Sunday morning, so uh, let me ask you this. we have we have cameras too and yeah. and
0: uh, so any time a car goes by right. Uh, it, get it. it trips it. I get it. Are you pretty busy on your street there? Yeah, but, well. So you probably had to go through a whole lot of files before you found it.
3: Well, but I did know that it had to happen at night because it's lit up like a mother. I had the lights shut off at about midnight. Okay. So he, it just, right after the lights went off. Or waited. yeah oh, so he waited until the lights went out. Or it just came by and, and, you know, is at that time where, uh, you know, maybe they've, maybe he passed it and said, I'm going to, I'm going to get that. It was on a dare or whatever. Because there was other stuff you could have just gotten sooner. Well, and, and
2: definitely, he can't, because he, he's covered. His face is yep. covered. He's got a hood on. Like, yeah. he came to get that. Yeah.
4: I think another reason to possibly report it, Steve, is that um, it might help prevent. Uh, other thefts from your house, you know, like yeah. when and there've been, uh, sadly there've been some robberies in my neighborhood and, uh, the police are aware of them and they just pay a little bit more attention to our neighborhood now because we, because those, then I are will, reporting.
3: then I will. That's a good point. But I haven't, like, I haven't, uh, our, our neighbors actually very good and I have the signs all over the place for the Xfinity camera. Didn't stop this guy, but he came clearly bundled up to get this thing. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. And like, what's he going to do with it? Like, like listen, it could, that's the thing that pisses me off. Yeah. I mean, I already ordered a replacement um, demon. You need to drive around and look for that demon, and then you son of a, and then burn down the, the house and, and got my and get my Benelli shotgun and go <clears throat> go straw dogs on this ah,
0: bastard. that sucks, ma'am. Yeah, it All does. Right. All right, so you ordered another one, bigger I, and better one.
3: Well, it's not as good. It, it's it's I mean, it's mm. listen. This thing was again. It was a. This is probably its last year anyway because it was falling apart. But lit up. Looks pretty good. Okay. Ruin it.
2: You gave it to the robber. I mean
3: I had I, I called a number of the uh the neighbors in for questioning. Um, no no are oh, you didn't <laughs> <either>. anything. <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Like, I mean I'm investigating. Like Pee Wee Herman when yeah. he's looking for his bike and <laughs> calls everybody into the bike shop. In the basement with the with a chalkboard. Yeah. But right. I'm I'm gonna uh you know
0: right. you get pissed off, I'm gonna amp it up now. Let us know what happens about that. Steve, you sent over this article uh, and I saw the picture of this uh, and uh there's been a um a bit of a reaction on social media to this, but uh someone was flying on an aircraft. Yep, and the woman sitting in front of this person had really, really long hair, like down to your butt long hair. <clears throat> and uh, it's very thick hair, too. She took it and draped it over the oh. back of the seat. Oh, no, thanks. To where it is hanging over. And and Kathy, when I say it comes all the way down yeah. to this guy's
3: knees, yeah, that's how long it is. Uh, do, so that so much so that um, it, you could not use your tray table. Oh. You could not eat. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, 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 it was blocking anything, like if he wanted to have an iPad or something... I mean, it was to me, it's incredibly intrusive. He could have like tucked it into the seat uh, seat
0: back pocket if he wanted to. It was that that long. long.
3: Uh, so I the, mean,
2: Crystal Gale, take your hair and put it in your own seat yeah. and do not put that back here. I would not
3: have hesitated that's to have said, no, no, no. Uh, oh, I would have used my tray me. table. Yeah. Or, or just cut, get, a, yeah. get a pair of scissors. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what some
0: people were, were posting and saying that uh, that they would do that, just uh, just cut it off, uh, which would be pretty hard to <laughs> yeah. do. Uh, you know, there would be a bit of an issue after that. But uh, And some were saying they would have asked. Uh, but um, a few people weighed in and said that they would have gone the approach with asking the flight crew to speak to a woman in fact a um somebody chimed in and said i used to be an air hostess my advice is never deal with a passenger directly Oh, wow. call the cabin crew get them to tell this person to remove their hair immediately it's gross and it's unhygienic which i guess you could do and i would probably do it even more uh i would like get up and walk and go and find yeah cuz if you're right behind
3: her saying this turd in front of me yeah yeah
0: and i and i go look can you walk by and see that this person's hair is No, no 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 uh, but that's just, that's that's so stupid, and I don't know why they would, would would they do that because they didn't want to sit on their own hair, Kathy, or maybe, what do you think?
2: Maybe, I don't know, like maybe, yeah, maybe it was, who knows, I don't know, itch, itching her neck or something, but well, I you mean, it's it. your hair, you yeah. deal with yeah. it, you want that hair? Deal Cut with it, it. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, wh- I don't know anybody who would actually ever do that besides this woman, like, no. why would you do
3: that? But there are people who do it all the time, where, where you're sitting, if you're sitting, uh and we've seen pictures of it where people will put their feet up. Their
2: feet up, yeah. And
3: their the foot will be like right next to the person's face as they're leaning against the bulkhead taking a nap. Well, it's
2: like some people it's disgusting. Some people are so ridiculous that passenger shaming Instagram account is one of my favorites. I watch the videos or look at the pictures and think like this is this actually happened? Somebody did this? Well,
3: think of all also the rate of of brawls going on now <laughs> oh, on board aboard flights there there are a number freaking
0: out there are number of, of issues that 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 come up when you're when you're flying one of them obviously being the the uh, the yeah. armrest and all that but i mean the one of the last times i flew uh there was a gal sitting next to me and she was uh, kind enough during the flight and everything but as we got towards the end she started getting on the phone and she l- was using the speaker you know oh, yeah. on on the, her, plane. On her, would you on do the plane talking have a full on conversation this is while we're taxiing and then as we as we stop she you know gets out and starts to cut her way through everyone to move up to to exit and I'm like who are no. you what what are what? you what are you Are you the first lady doing and and where does this attitude come yeah. from where is that learned from it, have you not flown before do, did did is this the way your family acts
3: um, do you need finishing school <laughs>
6: uh, yeah. you, you know what so I mean? somebody yeah. taught her that or somebody let her go through life thinking that's okay are
3: you yeah. the pilot
0: I, I i don't Are you the you pilot's know, wife? i just i never have understood and it's I try to, you know, I'm like, Om, yeah. quiet, one with the universe. I this, hate you. This, this will soon if be done. I mean, because it's only going to make matters worse. No, it will. And and is this a time to teach that person a lesson? And I, am I the teacher to teach that lesson? The name's Dalton. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: But you say that, you know, never deal with passenger, always ask the flight attendant. But I feel like a lot of times, especially in those situations, they don't say anything. So this woman thinks it's okay, maybe because she did it once and she got away with it. And now that's just how she exits a plane and they don't say anything. It's the same thing with the luggage. And I know we've talked about this a number of times, but your overhead luggage that you bring onto the plane. And, you know, like any one of us, when we would walk on a plane, if there's room above our seat, that's where we would put it. But I've been on flights where they say, Put it in the first available spot. So now, um, you know my seat's in the back, and the flight attendant's telling me, "No, put it up there. There's no room in the back." So now I'm taking somebody else's. Right. Where somebody else. I hate luggage that crap. I
3: hate that that whole fighting for the for the overhead. That's why I end up checking my. I'm like, you know, I end up checking everything now because it's just it's easier. A because I don't want to sit there with with a liquid. Uh, yeah. <gasps> oh, three ounces <laughs> in this. And my, no, I don't want to do that and worry about that. You know, and and so I just I just. You know check it even though it's a little bit extra time
2: a friend of mine uh was on was on a flight with her when her son was young and she uh was breastfeeding him so she had to pump before they got on the plane so she could bring was milk, it more
3: than three ounces milk
2: for the baby no yeah. she I think she, I think she went into the bathroom and did right. it like before she got on the plane but she wasn't gonna breastfeed on the plane right so she wanted to make sure she had milk for the baby and so uh they made her put her bag in the overhead uh thi- overhead you know space and somebody uh, in front of her was complaining and she's like what is this woman complaining about like I have a baby Baby, I'm doing the best I can. Like, right. relax. And so they did the same thing. They brought the flight attendant over so the woman didn't turn around and speak specifically to my friend. But she knew they were talking about her. Right. And so then uh, the flight attendant went there, and she goes, We think there's something dripping from your bag on the woman oh, in boy. front of you. <laughs> her um, breast milk was dripping. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm oh so my sorry. but she goes. I didn't even tell the woman it was breast milk. I was just like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." It was the baby's bottle. It's formula. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's like that that uh, scene in the I think it's the pilot episode of Modern Family where they have just adopted the gay. You know, Cam and Mitch have just adopted their their uh, their baby, and they're getting aboard the plane. And uh, the, you know, this this woman uh, um, gets on board, and she looks down at them, and they have the baby, and she goes, "Look, look at the baby with the cream puffs." And then, and Cam gets up. And goes, oh, I, I get it. Gay men, gay men can't have this. And, oh, and, no. and, and Mitch goes, well, I'm beating her cream puff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
6: On my last flight, it was a very long flight. a flight, like eight hours long. I actually sat next to two girls who were flight attendants. So uh, we became friends because they became friends with the flight attendants and were getting wine constantly. Mm. So I, well, how... by association, became friends with them.
3: Yeah, no, it's, it's good to do that. I, I wonder, like we were talking about stadiums, you know, about the thing of alerting how would you, if you wanted, do you, you, you have to always go up and, and get out of your seat and go get, you know, somebody aboard? To complain. Uh, right, to complain. whereas And, and you, they don't want your phones on, so you're gonna not going to text them. Yeah.
6: Well, I didn't get to ask them about that, though. That's a really interesting question. But so, uh, eventually, I just started asking them about the job and how mm-hmm. they do oh, it. And they well. said they are treated terribly by, by people. Sure. Like, they are just terrible. But I asked them what the worst thing is, and they without a doubt, said toenail clippers. Oh oh my my
3: people people Who does that? Who the F does that on a flight?
6: I, I've never seen it on a flight, I've but seen I've it. seen it like on a train, no. on like the subway. I see people really? doing it all the time. Yes! That is awful. It, people clip their toenails or their nails in public way too often.
3: I don't know where you're <laughs> going, but I, I've seen it's it once terrible. in a while, but even still, it makes you go, yes. Jesus Christ. On
6: a plane?
0: Well, and, well, why did you just notice that? Yeah, You didn't notice that at
3: home this right. morning when you got right. out of the shower? Yeah, you gotta do it. Why, why not take a kycalonic one? Why not do an anima?
6: Saved right. it for later?
0: Oh, my God. I mean, it's not like you're invisible now. <sighs> people. f in people, as my friend says. <laughs> That's just the phrase. I use f and people. Um, when you were talking to these uh, um, uh, uh, flight attendants, um, and you're, you're right about that. They they do get, listen, they deal with a lot of people regularly who are yes. traveling. So you're, you're going to get all forms of humanity that come in. I would imagine the majority of people are probably hospitable and, and cordial and all that. But I would imagine on almost every flight, there's got to be one or two. Some issue, right? Well, yeah.
6: And then that person's going to take up your whole flight because yes. you have to deal with them the entire time and you're getting yelled at. I did see a TikTok video from a flight attendant who suggested uh, bringing... Like a gift card, like bring like a ten dollar Dunkin' gift card and hand it out to your flight attendant, and then they'll pay extra attention to you. Not not pay extra attention, but like they'll appreciate that you are saying thank huh. you. You're gonna bribe them.
3: You're pre your bribe them. You're bribing them. Is what right. you're doing. That's it's you're like doing. when you give a big tip. I appreciate tip. you. Yeah, a big tip yeah. to
6: the bartender, so Here. he comes back to you me, when you need a drink. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Let
3: me give you a handy, and then uh, hopefully I'll have a good fight. Can fight. they take tips? I don't think Officially? so.
6: I don't, I don't know. know. Apparently they can take gift cards according the, to TikTok.
3: Leave a tip jar at the front of the... <laughs> <laughs> what is the... Uh, what's the account again, uh, Kathy?
0: Passenger uh, shaming. Passenger shaming. It's I'm, great. I'm all for that. <laughs> I, and listen, we're...
3: When, when when we get on board, yeah. we're all in this together, gang. <laughs> yes. We're yeah. all doing this together. And you need to be hospitable. Oh. Listen, what, I, what drives me, me a crazy... a couple of hours. Someone brings on food that they've purchased that is clearly... Come, clearly has a powerful, pungent smell. Like you know, your your Munster cheese uh, sandwich is is gonna cause yeah an fish issue. is usually any yeah. kind of
0: seafood is the thing.
3: All right, I do have a question because we're, right.
0: we're traveling this week and um, it's a black tie affair, and so I'm bringing a tuxedo. Yeah, and uh, where what is the best? How do I let that travel? Garment I mean, bag, garment have bag. a
2: garment bag. I
0: have. I don't know. I'm, I'll get one probably. I mean, I, mean I have the bag that I bought it in, which is, you know what I mean? You could use that. A garment bag. It's yeah. not a travel garment bag. It's one that hangs in my I have a travel garment bag in my if you closet. don't have one. But yeah, I still will have to fold that up, yeah,
3: right? Yeah, you would be fine. And yeah, it
2: fold. usually, well, sometimes you, you fold it in half and you put it up uh, overhead, but there are some planes, I haven't seen them on all of them. They have like a little like space.
6: Yeah, and they'll hang it for you. Hmm. Sometimes you have to ask the attendant, because that might be in like the first class section. So if you ask them if you if you can be hot, I check You <laughs> check your your soup bag.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll throw that all over the place. Well, though. here's the deal. I, it, it's it's going to be listen. It'll be it'll be fine. It'll be in the bag. It'll be in the garment bag, folded over. I'll have it. I have a pretty decent garment bag. Uh, my toiletries are in there for for one night, uh, and so uh, that'll be fine. But I, you know, I, I'm 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 just tired of having. Oh, this is too big, or it won't fit, or you're jamming the stuff in it's the overhead. It's less for like, you. Forget yeah. it. I don't want to have to play, you know, know that I mean. combat game to get my luggage on. Hey,
6: Preston, <sighs> I have a dress. Can I put it in with your suit?
3: Um, I don't know. <laughs> Sir, your dress no. came hey, out of the bag five
0: minutes before you leave, so that I'm, I'm packing today.
6: I'll bring it tomorrow. Oh, God. Well, I'm packing today too.
3: Yeah, I definitely. What
2: time are you packing? Call <laughs> me.
3: <laughs> we'll pack together. I'm, I'm probably going to wear exactly what I wear. two there because I'm flying out Thursday and coming back early Friday morning you could probably yes. wear it. Wear, wear your tuxedo on the. Plane. I'll just wear the tuxedo. Oh, that would be like great, like James Bond. <laughs> nice. It's like like the Step Brothers when they go for the job interview. Yeah. <laughs> they wore tuxedos.
0: All right. Well, anyhow, we're doing that. Uh, we're doing that this week, and uh, and uh, that should be. Well, we'll, I'm sure we'll have some stories from that too. Hang on a second. I want to go to uh, a call here about flying in. Jay just hung up. Yeah, but
3: <laughs> he said they can accept tips. Uh, they, he said they can accept. Uh, that's tips. what I okay. he
0: said. Okay.
4: It depends on the airline. It also depends on uh, the individual flight attendant. It's not common, but people will do it. Can you pay a flight attendant to rough up one of the other passengers? <laughs> oh.
8: What you have to do is like
4: uh Steve Martin in my blue heaven, just slip it into their uh into their apron right and yeah. by. right I tip everybody can you rough up crystal Gale in front of me <laughs>
0: yeah. uh well, the weather should be decent, hopefully while we're gone. I saw this uh you know as we're approaching winter, uh the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration is putting together a list of what they believe are the most likely weather patterns that we will see this winter. Okay, we were just talking about this because I'm I'm
3: wondering if I need to um, upgrade because my snowblower is at that level where I don't want it to go down. Right. So I'm thinking of getting a new one and passing that one over to someone else. I want to, like... I want to revisit this conversation
4: in April and see how accurate it is. Okay, because it's this... never accurate. Well, that's <laughs> why. Well, all right. But let's see what
0: happens. What, yeah. what, what does it say, Preston? They're forecasting a warmer than average winter for Yay! much of the country. Us, which I hope is the case, us included. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> which, by the way, if you do have a snowblower, now is a good time to get out and start it. Uh, yeah. Because you remember, last year I had a problem with mine. There was a the um, uh, the fuel. If you leave fuel in, it, which you're not supposed to. No, be, I, I don't do this time around. Uh, can kind of congeal and, and cause a problem interesting uh, so you should go out and start it now uh, just to get it ready and make sure it's working so the south and the gulf coast have the strongest probability of a warmer than usual winter the southwest much of the midwest
3: and the northeast can also expect a warmer winter that's us the northeast uh, you know what i i was less than satisfied with the summer i thought it was okay uh, we had uh, too many heat waves, about what six or seven, and we also had this bizarre Florida-like rain pattern that would always come in mid afternoon. A lot, yeah, mm-hmm. and that sucked. So if we get a decent warm winter. I'll take that in exchange.
0: Hell yes. Uh, meanwhile, the Pacific Northwest, Montana, and the western half of the Dakotas are likely to see a colder than average <sighs> winter. That's yes. good,
4: because they need it. I mean, they especially need snow, snowpack in the, the western, you know, in the Sierra Nevada and in um, Washington and Oregon because the the snowpack is much more important in getting rid of the drought than rainfall is. Oh, really? Yeah, because the the rainfall just washes away. So even if they get a deluge of rain, which they're supposed to get today and tomorrow, it helps a little bit with the drought, but snowpack really helps with drought conditions uh, and also, uh, you know, for skiers.
0: Okay. Uh, Let's see. The uh, Northern California, Wyoming, Minnesota look like they will see normal temperatures as far as precipitation, the Pacific Northwest and Great Lakes region are most likely to see a wetter than average winter this year. Uh, the northern Rockies, parts of New York, Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia, and Missouri may see more precipitation. Southern half of the country is looking at drier conditions, especially southwest Florida and southern Georgia. And for the second winter in a row, La Nina. La Nina conditions are forecast to affect winter weather. My beautiful La Nina. Uh, So if...
3: You're going to change the weather for the country.
0: uh, It is possible that we in the Northeast might get a milder winter this year.
3: Last year, I remember February was the problematic month. We got bombarded, like snowstorm after snowstorm after snowstorm. In February, did a lot of shoveling and snow plowing.
2: Remember, last year we had a snowstorm in November. Did we? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was like super early and the kids had a snow day.
3: I remember a couple of years ago we had like three feet. It was around Halloween. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, But they do do that again.
0: They blend together for me. I always forget when was the bad year, and that just kind of put it out of my mind.
2: Well, and see, what you're reading is completely contradictory to what I saw. I thought you were going to read what I saw. Now, I saw this a couple of months ago. Like, it was, like, the end of the summer that I read it, oh, but please. it was predicting um, It was predicting a lot of snow for us, that we were uh, going to get many snowfalls.
0: Is that the almanac?
2: I forget what it was. I forget what it was. <laughs> Um, but it was like uh, I think Cecily Tynan had posted it, no. um, so I was reading way, her.
0: The Farmer's Almanac has some kind of a secret, yes, uh, formula, yeah, that they use that apparently nobody knows, or or the like the one guy
3: where there's like a the head-on show plus the torque of the dork, Le- the angle of the, the dangle. the angle, see I can never remember <laughs> it. And there, and that's why I don't that's work for the almanac. Get. No, and besides that, if they were so smart, how come all the original authors are dead? Yeah, right? what's that all about? <laughs> but
0: the uh, the almanac has some sort of uh, bizarre, quiet secret that they keep. And yes, if it was legit, it wouldn't be a secret. no. So.
3: And it's it's virtually it's uh, it's accuracy level. They'll profess to have a really good accuracy level, but right. I don't think that's accurate. Well, with the changing of the seasons.
0: Uh, comes something that we've mentioned and I'm still trying to wrap my mind around is cuffing season. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is something where up.
3: you watch your wife make love to someone. No, that's
0: cucking season. Oh, I'm sorry. It's yeah. different than cuffing season. Which, by the way, going back to my earlier com- earlier conversation <laughs> about my wife giving me the enema, somebody yeah. said my wife pegged me this <laughs> week. There were,
4: there <laughs> were really several dead. pegging yeah, comments yeah, yeah. that came through. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to know where our listeners' minds go. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, she did. I got pegged this weekend. <laughs> but it was for health. Uh, but there was
0: no cucking going on. It was just no, her and I no. alone. She invited her neighbor that. over to work. So the it's north, fine. Every you might if I
3: make out with your neighbor mm-hmm. while you get your anima?
0: So cuffing season starts in October, runs through Valentine's Day. You know what this is? Do you guys know what this is?
4: Yeah, it's uh, like uh, snuggling and stuff. No. A little bit well, more.
6: You go find somebody to like to bundle up with for the
0: winter for the the winter only it's like a short-term relationship now my question is is this known when you enter into this relationship that is a
3: legitimate question or is it it a
0: phenomenon (laughs) yeah right is it does one of them know one of them
3: knows but do both of them know what's going on? My guess I don't is see that probably working. probably not if you yeah. were to lay that out and say, this is just going to be for a couple months, or I have some extra body warmth. I'm
2: mm-hmm. out on February 13th, so I right. wanted <laughs> to get you again. gift. You, right. got
3: a, you got a hard out on February
0: 15th. <laughs> and, and, and two people are okay with that. I yeah. don't see that happening.
6: Well, and then some people don't realize why they're doing it. So suddenly, uh, you know, you're hanging out with your friends, and then it's getting cold out, so people don't want to hang out as much. And it's getting darker earlier, so you're going out during the week less, and so you're spending more time on the apps, you're meeting a lot more people, and then these relationships happen. Can you so, bring like a
3: homeless person in? Snuggle yeah. with them? See mm-hmm. if
6: you could, not and, and that would actually it's be It's kind of a nice gesture, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a good reach out.
3: Dating apps
0: confirmed that they see an uptick around the beginning of fall. Yes. Uh, data from OkCupid in 2019 showed a modest boost in daters who said that they were looking for a relationship for, quote, the rest of their life as the seasons changed. Uh, a Bumble representative said via email that the period between Thanksgiving and New Year's in particular is a major season for online dating.
3: Thanksgiving and New Year's. So you have these benchmark holidays mm-hmm. that you don't want to be alone for. Yeah. I didn't think about that,
0: uh, Marissa, though. It it gets dark earlier and you're going out less. Is that what you said?
6: Yeah, yeah. It happens with my friends all the time. We talk about, like, this is, you know, I'll see you in February. I'll see you in March in April when it starts getting light out because of people who work regular nine to fives, you're coming home and it's starting to get dark soon. So you just want to go home, put on some sweats and forget about the rest of the night.
0: Okay. Uh, It says uh, last year, this is according to, I believe bumble last year, our, Internal research showed us that more than half of the singles on Bumble wanted to prioritize finding a partner in time for the holidays.
8: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: I have a question about the apps. So I had a mother tell me about how her daughter is on Tinder, and I took that as like a bad thing. She's like, oh, yeah, she's on Tinder all the time. And I'm like, so is
3: she just rotating
2: them in? Or like, what's what's happening here? How old's the daughter? Like, she's in her 20s. Okay, what's wrong with that? That's what I'm asking. Like, to me, I view Tinder as, like, that's, like, a booty call, and that's it. And, like, her mom was kind of was kind of like, you know, boasting about how her daughter's
6: on Tinder and oh, yeah, she's out and about all the time. She's banging
3: them five, six at a time. Well, that's
6: when I, how that's I took That's my little it. girl. I was like, you're you're proud of that. That's this? my little girl. girl. Well, yeah. it's it's a stigma on the app because Tinder was one of the ones that was free from the beginning. Uh-huh. So if you weren't like looking for a very serious relationship, you were paying to go to OK Cupid or Plenty of Fish or all the other ones, whereas Tinder was a free one so you could hop on and off. As frequently so as you it like, so and it's a little. But I, that's a stigma. That's it's a well, stigma that's my, that like so that's my it's a hookup it, app. Is it a legit? It's a legit yes. dating
2: app. Yes. So 100%. yeah, it is.
3: What's the one though that it used to be around for a, a while? It had like uh, like a fifty or sixty question questionnaire that was supposed to be more on a uh, on a higher spiritual level i think it was oh. i think it did have a spiritual component to it
6: oh eharmony maybe maybe that's it i think that was because yeah, the guy yeah. Was, yeah.
3: the guy be at his desk eharmony and, is a yeah. cr-
0: christian based right mm-hmm. um, what yeah. is too many fish isn't that one too, that's or used like, to be
6: yeah
4: i mean that's a that's mm-hmm. a dating one it's a website right and, yeah but a dating website <clears throat> bumble's the same it's way pegging but with a fish
6: bumble uh, is the one that hooks up to your facebook <laughs> account right and as a girl you have you get to, uh, in friends. a Female to male relationship, you get to approve okay, we're try a without carp. them knowing. <laughs>
0: Uh, so so. By the way, I said too many fish. Oh. It's plenty of fish. Man. But Marissa's... T- <laughs>
6: <There's> too, <laughs> too many much fish. Too many fish. Take some of them out. Come on with this fish. Mm-hmm.
4: Marissa's right. By the way, that Bumble is more designed for the women to have the choice in mind. So uh, the Tinder, the others, it, it's, it goes both ways. But Bumble is it's designed for the women to be able to pick their mates.
3: If you were picking huh. a uh, an app, Marissa, that you think would provide a more substantive relationship, from what you know, you're in a happy uh, you're in a relationship now. But what would you pick to use? Uh, for that end result?
6: Well, my friends are on Bumble and Tinder, mostly. Bumble and or, Tinder. Or Grindr. If, okay. You know, whatever it might yeah. be. Um, Docking. Yeah, what
4: about uh, Hinge? You ever use that or know people who ask? Oh,
6: yeah. Maybe Hinge is the one that's Facebook that connects that way. So you, yeah. like, you have third parties. Because a lot of my friends will send me a picture to somebody, and they'll ask, do you really know this person, or right. are they just listener of the show?
0: All right. So does somebody usually settle in on one app, or do they uh, they uh,
4: juggle a bunch of different apps?
3: A <laughs> friend of mine... Uh, 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 the best it's on three rooms. or four. Three yeah. or four.
4: Really? Yep. And you know what Hinge is? You know the, the nope. conceit there. So nope. uh, if you and I are friends on Facebook, right, and we use Hinge as a dating app, I get access to your friends. So you are the hinge to more people beyond you. Ah. Oh. So, so it's a way to know people that are in somebody that I trust, I, I know and trust, and I'm
3: friends with Preston. Yeah. So they've been vetted by this person, and
4: he's got people in his world to get to uh, more, you know, people in the in the yeah. dating yeah, world. Yeah, but there are so many people that this
3: L. looks promising.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they end up with Facebook friends that they don't. How did I end up with that person? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are caveats. Maybe oh, yeah. there's
6: some sort of connection somehow maybe you have right. similar interests
0: there's something to talk about
6: more than just a looking a photo
0: i'm gonna go to andrew met his fiance on tinder hey andrew good morning
6: hey bitches hey, hey what? what? what's up andrew what's going on
10: so about three years ago i met this girl on tinder uh it admittedly was just the booty call <laughs> at the beginning yeah um but she was pretty relentless uh, and our engagement party is
3: on this Friday. Nice, ah, congratulations! Good for you. So and she I guess gave you it no can, option. Listen, and, and it can
0: easily go that way. You're you're in there to mix it up, and yeah. hopefully, you know, maybe just maybe this is just for hookups. But I love you, bam! Yeah, you get
3: smacked. Yeah. Unbelievable.
10: You know, and and it, it, it Kathy's not wrong. It does have this stigma that it's just for hookups, but
8: yeah,
3: it, Tinder. <laughs> All right. And Andrew, is Grinder right. the same then? Does Grinder have the same just for hookup Sort of. Um, it, 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 I it believe so. Targets yeah. a different clientele, right? Yeah, it's gay community, gay right? community yeah. right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and, but I'm sure the lifelong relationships have gone absolutely out of, well, for however long the app's been around.
3: Because <laughs> I don't think it's been around for your entire life at this well, point. We're just banking on them being for the rest of your life yeah. for that app. By the way, going back to uh, to
0: cuffing, uh, Miriam Webster dug into the origins of the phrase and found the earliest references to cuffing season in print. That's when
3: you watch your wife have sex with another dude.
0: <laughs> no, that's cucking, again, Rege. Oh. Uh, but it, it came from a college newspaper or, or a series of college newspapers in 2011 and also noted that the 2013 song Cuffing Season by rapper Fabulous... <laughs> May have been a part of
3: that. Uh, does that reference a like a temporary fling for the holidays?
0: I don't know. I do not know the uh, uh, the lyrics of the song "Cuffin Season." Cuffin. Season.
3: Uh, but
0: as for the the cuffing part, the cuffing right. word, Merriam Webster uh, noted it is a reference to handcuffs. Oh, that uh, being seems... cuffed to
3: someone. That's uh, less mm-hmm. than I think. That's more alarming, right? No, it just means you're you're hooked up. You're yeah. you're connected. I can't escape. Please uh, call the police. Maybe that. Yeah. I know people who have used
4: Instagram as a dating app. I mean, you know, there's, sure. you slide into people's DMs that way. And in theory, you have something in common if you follow one another on Instagram or you, or again, like Hinge, you know, you know somebody who knows somebody. I want to see someone
3: who's had a, a a booty call off of LinkedIn. <laughs> oh,
6: That's... that happens all the time, actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
3: yeah. We we don't live in the LinkedIn world. Steve. No. Our, our jobs. Are... And I'm a LinkedIn girl.
4: I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, but it's really important for a lot of networking, for a lot yeah. of people in different businesses. And, and Marissa's right. like they, They'll use it as a way to connect socially. Really? Okay. Plus,
6: because a lot of businesses will block Facebook and Twitter, so you right. can't use them during work hours. Yeah. But you can use LinkedIn, and I, you're not at home, so you can be doing whatever you want on your LinkedIn at work.
3: Think mm. about so there's there was a, a TikTok video floating around a woman saying, you know, d- d- do I make money off of... Uh, off of Twitter or, or TikTok or whatever. And she goes, of course, I'm at work when I'm looking at it. <laughs> yep. So, but, but I mean, how many businesses do lose substantive amounts of productivity because of apps?
0: You know who's been sliding into my DMs lately? Ooh, who?
8: who?
3: Chuck
0: D'Amico. Oh. Really? Oh, how do you feel about that? Which is weird because he has my cell phone. <laughs> yeah, he
8: pressed
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. me Does he
0: want to cuff you? If he wanted to. He hasn't indicated that yet. He's been showing me drummer videos. Honestly. Oh well,
3: they see you. There's something that you can share. Yeah, exactly. Did you send him one of your enema videos?
0: No, we did not. Fortunately, take any video of that. <laughs> but I'm
3: sorry, <laughs> I wasn't. thinking What kind about of it. friend are you? Listen, I didn't
4: have the right angle from yeah, where I was. I so something to watch on the plane.
3: <laughs> Look at this. This is my friend. <laughs> Share this, man. Do you know how many likes I'd get on that? You have any idea? Well, they would take that down, wouldn't they? A graphic anima video would would be would come right off of social media. Not no. on Twitter. No, so Twitter yeah, has Twitter. Twitter. Right? They'd let me show that. I love how they're so they're so committed to what their content is, and you will just randomly pass by a tag team orgy video that's running. Right. It doesn't even give you the option of ignoring it. Hang on, I want to go to Jason because he had an interesting
0: scenario with uh, Tinder. Hi, Jason. You're on the air. Good morning.
13: Good morning, guys. Sorry to bother you at work.
0: Nah, it's all right, man. What's your story, bud?
13: So about eight months ago, I had just gotten out of a relationship for about a month, and I decided I wanted to get back out there. So I decided, hey, I'll join Tinder. A couple of my friends had, so I figured I'd
10: check it out. And one of my buddies, uh, he, he texted me and said,
13: man, yeah, I got... This girl is smoking hot. I want you to see her. So he screenshots her um, profile and sends me a text with it. And I go on and we start talking. And eventually, um, <laughs> I go, um, I go and I say, "Hey, you know, I'd like to get together, go out to dinner or something." So we go out to dinner, and lo and behold, it's my ex girlfriend who I just broke <laughs> up with. It's oh like God. the Pina Colada song. That's it. It's escaped. It's
0: unbelievable. Robert Holmes. Yeah. You
2: recognize the picture. It was her
10: cousin.
0: It was his own special lady. Wait, so it was her cousin?
10: She had used her cousin's photo. Now, mind you, she didn't tell her that's what that photo was for. Ah. So when I found out, I was like, you know, what the hell?
0: You bring up a good point. So, Jason, how did the date go? I
10: walked out. Oh, you lost that it out.
3: didn't end like the Rupert Holmes song. Because <laughs> it worked out well in the song, but it was a yeah. disaster for you. No. I wonder how often that happens where you, you go on an app, you go out, you you wake up next to someone and you realize it's your mother. Right. <laughs> Jason,
0: did you bang her cousin? <laughs> <laughs> no,
13: she's not my
3: cousin, thank God. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yes. So see, yeah, there you go. All
0: right. That's interesting. Thank you, Jason. I Appreciate it. it. I
6: went on a date. I went on a date once with a guy, and then my friend had gone on a date with somebody she met on an app, right. and we were talking, and then we start talking about specifics about the guy, just sharing details. And I was like, yeah, he's from New Orleans. She's like, wait, he's from New Orleans? And he actually texted me and she looks at the phone number. She's like, we went on a date with the same person. You both
3: ended up dating Aaron Neville. I,
6: uh, <laughs> I wish it was. No, Um, I met him at a bar and she met him on the app and we both went on a date with the same person in the same week. Did
3: he have a big berry on his face? In
0: the same week? In the same week. Alright. And what'd you guys do with that information? We were sent were him, you planning on going back out with him or anything like that? Or I, was it just eh?
6: I think we both sent him a photo Flipping him off, and then because we kind of Girl had power. some text messages, and then he picked me up from the airport in New Orleans a few years later. Okay, because <laughs> well, I needed a ride. If
3: someone is, if someone is date, <laughs> if, someone de- if someone's on an app and and is not claiming any. Yeah. It, it is the presumption exclusivity no. simply because you're dating on Snap? No.
6: Yeah. 100% not. It was very much a coincidence, but neither right. one of us really hit it off with the guy, so we right. were just had to some, some sex
3: and out of there.
0: <laughs> All right, interesting. By not the way, me.
6: maybe her, I don't know.
0: With Cuffing Season, Steve, somebody texted and said uh, Sly wrote a song about it. It's called Cuffin' <laughs> 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 Stein.
3: What boy is you need someone for the holidays, Cuffenstein.
0: Um, by the way, you had mentioned uh, Hinge, uh, Nick, a little while ago. the The dating app published a video guide to cuffing season in October. Uh, really, uh, uh, featuring uh, Able nitrate? S- Surgeon General uh, Vivek uh, Murthy giving daters advice on how to navigate dating during the pandemic, uh-huh. uh, including having uh, open conversations about risk, possible exposure, vaccinations, mask practices, and more. That's
3: a lot to worry about. And a lot to worry about. I need them to be safe before I ram my face into their groin. So it's
0: cuffing season and you might be looking to hook up with somebody or somebody might be looking to hook up with you just for the meantime. I
3: think if you're both, if this is just something that you're both uh, aware of and doing, that's fine. You just don't want to take a bit, you don't want to have someone to, you know, hurt somebody's feelings just yep. because you're using them.
0: But you might not be aware that you're doing it. You might yeah. think that you want to be with someone and then it turns out, oh, this was just for... A winter, flint, so. A lark. All <laughs> right. Anyway. All right. With that, we should take a break. A reminder, we made an announcement just a little while ago. Metallica in Vegas and MMR wants to send you there. Uh, the opening band will be Greta Van Fleet. Nice. February 25th at the Allegiant Stadium. And MMR VIPs, you uh, have a chance to win. So uh, there are tickets, airfare, hotel accommodations at the Rio All Suite Hotel and Casino, plus pre-show whiskey tasting at the venue with Blacken's master distiller, Rob Dietrich. All right. And uh, for info about the trip giveaway, you can go to WMMR.com, use the keyword Metallica, One hint, it'll be a Christmas miracle if you win. By the way, tickets uh, go on sale this Friday, October 29th for that show. If you just want to buy tickets and go out to Vegas for it, you can do it. One o'clock is when they go on sale via Ticketmaster. While we're taking a break, I want to give away another $50 gift card to Duncan, who are here this morning. Halloween's back at Duncan, and we'll take the 18th caller and set you up. 215-263-WMMR. Treat yourself with a peanut butter cup macchiato and sink your fangs into the terrifyingly tasty spider donut. America runs on Dunkin'. Price participation may vary. a limited time off of the President's Steve show. Runs on Dunkin'. We'll be back in a moment with the Bizarre Pile. Hey, gang, it's time for the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance. This year, it's quite a bit earlier than usual.
3: It all starts Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex.
0: And while there will be some standing room-only spots in the Bimbo Bakery's USA
3: broadcast tent, we are again emphasizing cash donations both at WMMR.com and at the register at your local Acme Market. Non-perishable food items
0: can
7: still be donated at our drive through drop-off fueled by Pepsi. Camp Out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Comcast Spectacor, in the Philadelphia Flyers, White Horse RV Center, Keen Compressed Gas, Wisfis Bank, Xfinity from Comcast, and Mayfair Fence. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from
9: 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first.
0: Camp Out for Hunger. One week from today, we begin broadcasting live, and uh, in anticipation of that, if you head to Acme Markets, you can donate ahead of time. We want to encourage you to do that while you can. It's
3: such a blessing to have that, oh,
0: and so easy to do. It's right there as you're uh, as you're checking out. So, uh, if you'd like to do that, stop by today, and you will certainly give us a really good leg up, which we will need. So, one week from today, that starts. All right, B file time. Here we go. No.
1: Her? WMMR. Presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre finally
0: yeah. Brought to you by Lorenzo's and Sons. The iconic Lorenzo and Sons pizza is a Philadelphia staple with locations in Westchester in Xfinity Live and in live casino and hotel Philadelphia. Visit Lorenzo'sWestchester.com. Uh, police allege a drug deal gone bad ended in a machete-wielding clown Dragging a man out of a business before riding off on his bicycle. That is a bad drug deal. The bizarre scene unfolded around 2.30 in the morning when police were called to a business. The caller indicated a male wearing a clown mask and carrying a machete had dragged another male out of the business. This is the Mexican clown cartels, Preston. They're horrible. The other male was able to break free and escape. Police say the clown's getaway attempt was fairly comical. He hopped on a bicycle. And tried to ride off with a machete sticking out of his backpack. The only way it could have
3: been better is if it was a tricycle. A
0: tricycle. That would have been perfect.
3: Or like a car with 50 clowns getting in.
0: A witness said the clown eventually realized that he was being a tad conspicuous and he tossed the machete. He didn't get too far, though. Officers chased him down and made the arrest. Police said their investigation revealed the original interaction at the business was over drugs. And a search of the masked man allegedly revealed fentanyl drug paraphernalia, as well as a stolen debit card and driver's license. I always suspected clowns were on drugs. A 36-year-old man is facing several charges, by the way. A suspected poacher found dead in a South African national park is believed to have been killed by an elephant. Uh Uh, Park officials indicated. (laughs) Rangers... In Kruger National Park, discovered the body on Thursday after following tracks in the Stolznick section of the Giant Game Reserve.
3: That's where Stompy lives.
0: They said the initial investigations suspect that the deceased was killed by an elephant and left behind by his accomplices. The identity of the deceased individual was not released. The rangers did not find any animals killed in the immediate area.
3: They got stomped on.
0: Uh, park officials took the opportunity to warn that it is dangerous to hunt illegally in the park. Yes. Criminals stand to lose their lives and their freedom, the statement said. Kruger National Park is South Africa's largest wildlife sanctuary, encompassing nearly 5 million acres, by the way. Astonishing. Huge, yes. Uh, here's one out of Florida. Florida. People who uh, win lottery jackpots upgrade their homes, they buy new cars, or they take a long-deserved vacation. But a Florida man who won a million dollars has a more modest goal. Tops on the list for Brian Nelson of Leesburg is to upgrade his electric toothbrush. <laughs> what a dream come true. Uh, he said, Nelson told lottery officials last Tuesday, I'm just looking forward to upgrading to an electric toothbrush and splurging on a good pair of flip-flops. what I want. Nelson traveled to Tallahassee to claim his prize with his fiance of one month, Emily Pelton. Uh, Nelson bought a $20 Gold Rush limited scratch-off ticket at a Quick Mart. Uh, he chose to take his winnings in a one-time lump sum payment of $795,000, which should get him a pretty good toothbrush. I want to get a cup. Uh, a Rhode Island woman's search for her relative's deplaced gravesite led to the discovery of nearly 1,000 people buried beneath a local highway. Wow. And an unmarked mass grave containing hundreds of bodies.
3: So they moved the tombstones, but
0: they didn't move the graves. There you go, Steve. Uh, both discoveries were connected to state institution cemeteries in Cranston, where more than 5,000 of Rhode Island's poor, sick, or mentally ill residents were buried between 1875 and
3: 1953. You got to imagine if any place is going to be haunted. Is that? Oh yeah.
0: Uh, Maria De Grassa has been searching for her great great grandfather's final resting place for more than a decade. Uh, her relative Antonio Co- uh, Coleo said was originally buried in State Institution Cemetery Number no. Three in 1941. He was. Then, one of 577 bodies that the state dug up and reburied in an unmarked mass grave. Hi, uh, Grandma. In State Institution Cemetery No. 2 in 1975, make way for an industrial complex. Uh, DeGrasse said, this is an abomination. This is really a bad mark on the state of Rhode Island. These people were in their final eternal resting places, and they were dug up and dumped. Uh, she said that she was told at one point that uh, Coleo was buried in... In uh, State Farm Cemetery in the 1960s, the state built Route 37 uh, through part of the cemetery. And Negrasa was worried that a relative was buried beneath State Highway. In 2006, human remains were found by the side of Route 37, resulting in 71 people being reburied in Cemetery Number 2. Uh, but uh, Peggy Malcolm... The chairwoman for the Rhode Island Advisory Commission on Historical Cemetery said that many more people were originally buried under Route 37 than that 800 to 1,000 Jesus. bodies were still buried. And this is State Farm? Under the highway. Uh, when uh, Kaleo's body was dug up and reburied in 1975, no one in the family was contacted. According to garasa I uh, said, I'm not looking for acknowledgement. I want a respectable place where I can bring my children to come and say thank you. So there's over a thousand of them buried. So they wow. are going to have some work to do. Yeah. Uh, after getting this word, uh, Erica Carter said that she was with her two-month-old and 17-month-old children when a man busted her window out. She said, "I heard a big boom. Next thing I know, I hear a big glass break. Big, Oh uh, big. It was." It was about 1 a.m., and she then heard someone messing with her door. Messing with my big door. She said, before I came downstairs, I saw a guy, like, down here with the piece of my fence, and he's looking up. Big piece. I didn't know what I was going to walk into. I didn't know if he was going to be downstairs. Carter said that she feels like the police aren't doing anything (laughs) to address the situation. Listen to this one. She says, I'm like, are you guys going to arrest him? And they're like, no, we can't arrest him. He's too drunk.
3: (laughs) Well, that's actually a reason to arrest him. He's too drunk and the jails won't take him. Oh, you have to be a a level of sobriety before he can be arrested. I have no idea. No. (laughs) They put people in the drunk tank all the time, right? can't just build this place up with criminals.
0: She said the incident happened while her fiance was
3: not home. What kind of jail is packed with criminals?
0: She just wants answers from police, but apparently they flat out told her he was too drunk to be arrested. So, I don't know what ended up happening. All I know is that she's outraged, by that, the
3: That's whole thing. one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Yep. And there you go. That <laughs> is your bizarre file. There my was friend. a your quick friend. thing. Uh, our friend Rockstar Rob had a car and he brought it in to get uh, worked on. And the work crew or the guy who is manning the service center says, I can't work on the car. The service engine light isn't on. And I'm like, what? What? I'm like, the the car doesn't need to tell you. I'm telling you it's not running right. Something's wrong with it. And what if the service light is broken? Take a look at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe the lamp, the little... Have you ever heard anything so stupid? No, I can't. whatever, man f and people, as people. we said it before. All right, listen, we're going to take a break. And as we do that, we're going to give yet another $50 gift card. I think it's our last one from Duncan to give away. And uh, 215-263-WMMR, if you're calling number nine, you get it. You can get running this fall with Dunkin' and $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. It is your perfect afternoon pick-me-up Philly runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. The Preston and Steve show
7: runs on Dunkin'. Give us a call now. We'll be back in just a moment. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
4: Preston
7: and Steve Show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: A week away from uh, Camp Out for Hunger. I'm going to just reiterate that information. Uh, Tomorrow, we have a pretty cool announcement, I believe, concerning uh, the Camp Out for Hunger. Something new we're going to try out this year. It's very cool. Might be pretty exciting. So we'll uh, roll out some of those details. We're trying to do some fresh and new things for you each and every time. Uh, that we put that event on. But uh, we're hoping that you can be a part of it. All the information uh, that you may need to find out details about uh, donating and attending and all that stuff, WMMR.com is where you will find that. We're going to do today's lesson question and give away a Blu-ray combo pack. A visionary filmmaker, M. Night Shyamalan's Chilling and Mysterious Thriller, Old. Yes. So, let's give that away. If you can tell me, according to Steve, what is Vin Diesel's real name? 215-263-WMMR. It's actually Mark Sinclair. Yeah. But according to Steve, it was this. What is it? 215-263-WMMR. All right? Vin Diesel's real name, not Mark Sinclair, which it actually is, is what Steve said it is. Let's see if we know the answer to that. 215-263-WMMR. It's from the 7 o'clock hour. Actually, the 6 o'clock hour. Let's do the trash while you call
3: in. The trash business
1: is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
0: All right, brought to you by KGL Skin Study. In Newtown Square, they need teens and young adults with mild to severe facial acne for clinical trials. Compensation paid for time and travel. K-G-L
3: skin study center.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, country star Kane Brown severely twisted his ankle but continued performing during a concert in Memphis on Saturday night. Brown finished the remaining ten songs in his set, pausing periodically to scream and vomit. So, oh, there you, you go. go. <laughs> and <laughs> reality show stars Tariq El Moussa and Heather Ray Young Yeah, they got married over the weekend in a ritzy ceremony at a Montecito estate. Musa and Young professed their love for each other as producers spread them lines from offstage. Because that's what reality stars do. do. And finally, Nicholas Costanza, the stalker, who once sent Kim Kardashian flowers and birth control pills, trespassed in her yard again on Tuesday morning. Unfortunately, things did not go well for Costanza because Chloe had just been put outside on her lead. Oh, so, yeah, not good. And that's your Hollywood track. All
0: right, let's see if anyone knows the answer to this question. What is Vin Diesel's real name, according to Steve? And we will go to Mike to see if he's got it. Yo, Mike, good morning.
10: How you doing?
0: Good. All right, Mike. <laughs> what is Vin Diesel's real
4: name? <laughs> we bothering you? Kelly <laughs> Transmission. Jelly Transmission. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Preston and Steve's <laughs> music.
3: Don't no, we get a little time to wallow <laughs> in it? Yeah, Just to, like, to enjoy the moment before well, no, we're right no, off no, to no, the music news. You know <laughs> what? We got stuff to do,
0: man. Uh, but we are going to set up Mike <laughs> with uh, a Blu-ray combo pack of visionary filmmaker M. Night Shyamalan's Chilling and Mysterious Thriller, old and you can own it now on digital 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray and DVD featuring the all new bonus content. Now, did we let that all sink in now? Yeah. We can get to music news
1: <laughs> Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 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 Well God, I love you. <laughs>
0: Brought to you this morning by Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. We'll start with this uh, Nikki Six fourth book. The first 21, How I Became Nikki Six, claims the top spot on Amazon's rock music books chart as well as in the top 40 of Amazon's overall biographies and memoirs chart
3: the guy's got a lot of uh, stories in him
0: yeah the book was uh, released on october 19th and the first 21 follows Nikki's life from his childhood in idaho when he went by his birth name of franklin carlton farana up to the age of 21 and uh one the formation of motley crew franklin carlton uh franklin carlton farana yeah uh, so Nikki's previous books are: This is going to hurt, music, photography, and life through the distorted lens of Nicky Six, the heroin diaries, a year in the life of a shattered rock star, and the dirt: confessions of the world's most notorious rock band. So he's uh, he's made quite a uh, success of himself as a writer by sharing
3: those stories. I don't think my the book of my life would it'd be more like a pamphlet. Yeah,
0: not even close yeah. to what he's got. Chris Stapleton is a guest on Rage Against the Machines, Tom Morello's latest solo album, The Atlas Underground Fire. Uh, He and Tom co-wrote the song called The War Inside, and it's one of several collaborations on the project, which includes guest appearances by Bruce Springsteen, Eddie Vedder, Mike Posner, and Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, Tom recently said on Twitter, Chris Stapleton and I wrote The War Inside about the emotions and experiences we were both facing during the height of the pandemic. Though we were all in lockdown and felt quite isolated, we knew the thesis, it's really tough to win the war inside, spoke to a universal feeling. Uh, The Atlas Underground Fire was released earlier this month. Uh, Most recently, Chris has contributed to the tribute album uh, The Metallica Blacklist and collaborated with Carlos Santana. So Gene Simmons has put his Las Vegas mansion on sale. That's right. Just five months after buying the house, so that's not long. Uh, According to the Wall Street Journal, Simmons wants to sell the house because his family, quote, is not fans of 115-degree weather. (laughs) We've
3: got to blow this chicken stand.
0: Yeah, so uh, the six-bedroom home is being offered by the Ivan Share Group. Uh, with an asking price of uh, $14.95 million, so about $15 million. And if you're wondering, uh, it's a great school district. Oh, it is? Okay. For the, the wee ones. The Ivan Share Group. He and Share were a couple Absolutely, for a while,
3: weren't Absolutely, yes. yeah. okay. My face kept falling off during sex, though. Oh, my goodness. As hers hurts. <laughs> Oop,
0: look at that. You guys could swap them at some point.
3: Oh, my God. I put your face on by accident. Uh, Simmons sold his family's
0: Beverly Hills home for $16 million. Sixteen. He still owns a home in Malibu and another in Whistler, British Columbia.
3: And eh, some good locations. Totally. Yeah. Uh,
0: back in March, Gene told the New York Post that he was leaving Beverly Hills due to unacceptable taxes and constant parade of celebrity-seeking tour buses. I hate them. He's, <laughs> he said...
3: Go to hell. He said after... All s- of you, go to hell.
0: I see Gene out on his hey, front porch and his in his boxer shorts. I'm turn my hose on you. Mm-hmm. After a uh, certain point, and he said, we have had enough of that. You TMZ jerk-offs. Even though we appreciate uh, the attention. Nick pulled up a picture. Is this the one in yeah. uh, in Arizona it's, they're selling? No,
4: Vegas. Oh, in Vegas. Yeah, okay. it's unbelievable. It's really cool looking. Very wow. modern. And yeah. uh, it uh, has uh, views of the strip from uh, this town called Henderson, which I guess is right above Las Vegas is a really neat-looking place. Wow, that's gorgeous. It, Thank it you. It
6: looks like a high roller suite. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. Like yeah, the game right.
4: show? Yeah. Uh, no, it looks like, like
0: something you stay in a casino. Right, uh, just like for, a whale. For the high roller exactly. Like The whales would stay in. Yes. Right. Gene, what does the sound do the whales make? Do, they, do they,
3: <laughs> Something like
0: that.
11: <laughs> it is something like that. I think it's like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't speak whale.
0: No, you speak chicken.
11: We do exactly. Know that. Yeah, <laughs> I talk turkey
3: to the chickens, But then relay it to the whales. Chickens speak turkey? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a various foul
0: languages. Yes. That's a chicken. Yeah. No, that's a whale. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, sorry. All right. And confusing. then one last thing. There'll be whales. Uh, slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators uh, will release their latest album titled Four. And that's coming out on February 11th. Sequel to Three, right? Uh, that would be the follow-up to Three, yes. Uh, the album, which is the band's first on Gibson Records imprint, features the just-released first single, The River is Rising. Uh, The album marks the Collective's first studio set since 2018's Living the Dream. So four is a follow-up to three. And there you go. That's all I have in music news. What do you want from me? That's all I have, Come on. Sam's got to go. All right. One last thing, actually, though. I have mentioned it uh, a few times. I'll do this again, and it does have to do with music news. Uh, Metallica is playing Las Vegas in 2022 with Greta Van Fleet. February 25th is the date. And we are going to send someone, actually two people on a trip uh, to that show along with uh, you get uh, airfare, hotel accommodations at the Rio All Suite Hotel and Casino plus uh, pre-show whiskey tasting at the venue with uh, the blackened master distiller Rob Dietrich. So uh, details WMMR.com and tickets for that show in Vegas go on sale. This Friday at 1 p.m. via Ticketmaster.com. All right, we'll take a break. Come back in a second. We'll wrap up the show. Letter of the Day for the Word of the Week. price stay close because close it's a short word this week, and you'll need all those letters. We'll return in a
8: moment.
9: Preston & Steve's Camp Out for Hunger is coming soon. Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live. Inside the Wells Fargo Center complex, this difficult year has made it even harder for area families struggling with food insecurity. With the Camp Out Business Challenge, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to get involved and make a difference. Donate the most food and the Preston & Steve Show will be headed to your place of business and do their show live for your employees. Prizes for the Top three business challenge donations, including a live Pierre Robert broadcast from your business and a $20,000 advertising campaign on MMR for your company. It's great team building for your staff and goes a long way to accomplish the Phil Abundance mission. Drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Go to WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge with 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first.
0: Monday morning coming to a close, but it continues. It rolls on. We have Piero Robert coming up in just a little bit to carry things on from where we left off. Uh, by the way, warm today, as you have no doubt noted by now. I uh, stepped out in shorts for sure today. You're going to hang on to the shorts a little longer. I
3: think I might do. It. Like I, last year, I tried to. Uh, you know, I always laughed at winter shorts guy, but I have some hiking shorts and like some all weather shorts. Mm. It worked out okay. All weather. All weather. Every weather
0: shorts. Yeah. Uh, but it's going up to like 78 degrees. I mean, that's, a short, that's shorts weather. Uh, so it is, yeah, it's quite toasty warm uh, and could be a record uh, temperature today. And uh, high tomorrow, only 62, so it's dropping off dramatically. If
3: we're in the 50s and 60s, you know, in the 60s for the camp out. Yep. I'll be very happy. That's what I'm hoping for.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you to our lone guest today, Jim Norton. Woo! Yeah. Uh, performing at Helium Comedy Club uh, Thursday, 8 p.m. Friday, uh, Saturday at 7.30 and 10 p.m. You can go to heliumcomedy.com to get your tickets for that event. So thank you, to him. Thank you to Duncan Donuts for bringing by the goodies to give away today. We do appreciate that. Wonderful. Uh, let's see. Pierre Robert is here back from a weekend like all of us uh, and getting ready for a full day of entertainment. Indeed. Yeah. How are
11: you doing? How was your weekend? Amazing. Oh, wow. Good for <laughs> you. I I haven't been to, I haven't been this active in a long time. I had the Hooters Friday and Saturday night. Nice. Sold out shows at the Casino. Great that's show. That's awesome. Really fun and people were in such great spirits for a lot of people it was their first concerts back yeah that's great uh and then uh Elvis Costello was last night at the Met my wife was there was she yes. i didn't see her she had an uh, awesome time she said it was great yeah i mean so many great songs so many great songs and um and a cool
4: venue too i've
11: i've been there twice now i think Met, Yeah. yeah and
4: i, mean, I just i'd love that that's in you know center city philadelphia and, and the part of north broad that they're trying to revive a little bit right. and uh it's an interesting building, but um, there's no bad sight lines. There's uh, plenty of bars, plenty of bathrooms. Right. So
11: yeah, it's a cool place to see a show. It really is. And, uh, and then I married a couple yesterday. Oh. Nice. In between uh, the Sunday afternoon, I married uh, Jim and Deb and over in Sicklerville, New Jersey, which was uh, really wild and great fun. So it was a crazy busy weekend. Busy, yeah. yeah. Nice, man. That's but, adventure. Yeah. That is adventure. Yeah. Then I went out drinking. Oh, I'm I'm out. A drink to end the adventure. Yes, to end the adventure, which was a really wise move. <laughs> Always is. Always is. <laughs> we have a couple beers at the show, and yeah. then you go, "Oh, I'm feeling great. Let's let's go. have a few more." Why did I do that? Why did I do did that? Did you lose anything? Just a few brains. Just a okay. dignity. Okay. Yes, and a lot of dignity. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, well, if you hung on to a letter that we can use, you know, I think we only have a three-letter
11: word. these things. All right, and here we go. Preston and Steve <laughs> on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All
0: right, the President and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. N as in never mind. All right, N is one uh, letter to start on, two more to go, and we have a revivalist spirits gift basket including Revivalist Botan- Botanical Gin, Equinox Expression, Resurgent Young American Bourbon, uh, the Peachy Palmer Cocktail in a Bottle, a Peach Arnold Palmer made with Resurgent Bourbon, and a $25 gift card to the Brandywine Branch Bisto- Bistro. Revivalist Spirits uh, won the USA Today 2020 Top 10 Craft Gins in the Country, and Pennsylvania residents can have it safely delivered to your door. Go to RevivalistSpirits.com for details. Uh, what's happening on this Monday morning?
11: Well, we've got Coldplay tickets for their show next June. Uh, <laughs> hard to say it without laughing. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, we've got uh, a workforce block of Metallica, of Led Zeppelin, and of Yes for John Anderson's birthday today. So it'll be fun.
0: Excellent. I want to thank the sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit com for details. Also, Meineke for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, and more. Meineke doing car care right, and also brought to you by Dunkin', the official coffee of the President's Steve Show. Tomorrow on uh, the program, we should have Casey Boy back, and along with that, uh, a big camp out announcement that we're excited about. Yes, it is very cool. Yeah. You're going to like this. One week away from today, Pierre. Camp out for hunger. Jesus. <laughs> so we'll have that announcement and more tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, Fred. Bye bye.
7: 133 wmmr Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the Panuga,
9: Introducing Venture X, Capital One's new travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10X miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5X miles on flights booked through Capital One travel, and 2X miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges.
5: The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet?
3: Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.